Say, what's up, man? This your boy Chicken Shit Charlie, uh, a.k.a. Rat Williams and Charleston White, all on the cast together like uh, Professor Clump and Buddy Love. Uh, another real-life Street Stars interview. Uh, we talk about I'm going to kick Boosie in the ass uh, if he take that three-round fight. Uh, we talk about how ugly Tootie Raw is and that yellow girl would never like him if he wasn't Boosie's son. Uh, and what else? Uh, we talk about some of everything on this motherfucker. Uh, we even talk about uh, the aliens that the China man sent over here in that balloon that y'all thought was a satellite. But yeah, man, y'all just tune in. Man. It's gonna be a great one. Real Real life street star. We hey, we used to start counting these interviews. I don't know. I don't know which one, where we at, man. Yeah, the, the king of the motherfucking south. King of the south. Goddamn. Yeah. Might be king of the couch. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm king of the internet right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I control the algorithm. Uh, you can't get on no social media platform and not see my face, hear my voice. Uh, 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 I heard somebody talking about me. You can't go to the barbershop uh, and not hear a discussion. Uh, you can't go to a family reunion and not hear nobody arguing over me. Uh, you can't go to the beauty shop and hear the women clapping and cheering for me. Uh, you, you can't walk no high schools in America uh, in no inner city and not hear the kids hearing a Charleston White video. Uh, no, nah, man, I, I done took over. Uh, and, and, and I did it strategically. Uh, I did it intentionally. Uh, and I told everybody what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. Uh, and yeah, I, I did it. I did that. Now, quick, and real quick, because when you were younger, you were, you were a kid. And you yeah. always, you said the story many times. You had dreams of being that nigga. You know, you was. I wanted to be Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You yeah. wanted to be my, you was, the nigga was following you. You was, you wanted to be the man. Uh, I was, I was popular all throughout my life in school. Uh. When we used to have family reunions and family get-togethers, I performed for the family. Uh, I, I would perform Michael Jackson's whole album. Uh, in school, I was the class clown. Uh, I was the one, uh, if, if the teacher didn't appease me, she couldn't teach. Because I would go disrupt the class. I would have everybody laughing. Uh, so that's how teachers found out I was smart uh, right. by engagement. Charleston, read this. That's to keep me from fucking with people. Come here, Charlie. Come past. Come sit right here. So uh, I had to be monitored as a kid, homie, uh, because I was so uh, charismatic. Uh, uh, so e even in the boys' home, uh, I wasn't a bad kid, homie. I was just playing gangster, crip, c nut. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I know how to fit in, uh, and, 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 and and never throughout my life have I have I stayed in the box and play within the rules. Uh, so even in school, they used to give you a E for excellent, a S for satisfactory, right. a N, and then the U for, for unsatisfactory. unsatisfactory. So, so uh, uh, every report card, nigga, uh, I got a U in, in playing well with others. I've never played well with others. I, I don't follow rules. Uh, you can't tell me not to do something. I'm gonna do it because you said don't do it. Uh, and so that's how I took advantage over the internet. What your mama say with all them U's? Uh, 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 she, she would uh, she would discipline us by by putting us on punishment. Uh, but but when you're a charming kid, uh, to know how to clean up and say yes, ma'am, uh, and, and do good for two weeks, 
you can charm mother out of out of the punishment. Yeah, so that's you know that's the spoiled kid. I was a spoiled little boy, yeah. uh, so I, I don't know what it's like to. Uh, uh, I'm manipulative, right? So I can manipulate. A, a, if you put me in a system, I'm, I'm gonna manipulate it. If you, if I learn the rules, you give me a handbook to read. I'm gonna read the handbook, uh, not to learn the rules so I can follow them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna learn the rules uh, because for the most part, I know I know the the, the correctional officer. Or, or whatever staff member or the authoritative figure who sits over me, they don't know the rules. They acting like they know them. They ain't read these motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, if you quote, if you was to quote uh, uh, specific codes of law to police officers, they don't know them. Yeah, so uh, you learn the law to beat the law. Yeah, uh, so you learn the rules to break the rules nah, is what, what, why, why I did it. So uh, I, I never came I never came to the internet and learned the rules. I would just go break them. Man. Yeah, yeah, I started out, I started out flashing my dick. Yeah, yeah, I started out showing my dick on the internet. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I took them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 so so uh, I did everything you wasn't supposed to do. That's why none of my social media accounts are monetized. Uh, that's why it's so easy to get, get me deleted. Every social media account that I have uh, is red flag, is in, in warning of being deleted. Uh, uh, so, uh, but I know uh, that's the that's the catch, right? Uh, uh, not following the rules, uh, come showing up, uh, not being afraid to to lose my social media accounts. Uh, that's my power. Straight up. Yeah, that's my power because uh, I, I've lost social media accounts here within the last ninety days. I've lost three. I've gotten one back. It was already over fifty thousand dollars. I got a fifty thousand followers. I got one back. It went to one hundred and twenty-seven thousand followers within forty-five days. It just got deleted. Uh, I got another nut. We just started two weeks ago. It's at sixteen twenty thousand. Uh, so people follow me no matter where I go. So at this point, I can't be erased. Uh, I can't be banned. Uh, uh, I, I'm a household name. It pretty much, I'm, I'm part of the new opioid crisis. I'm, I'm part of the new addiction in America. Right. How, how do you, how do you, uh, with having that much power, right? It comes with some responsibility. How do you stop from not letting it just get too out of control? I don't. You? I don't give a damn about your responsibility. <laughs> uh, uh, nobody I know in my life have ever been in this position. So who, who can tell me what to do? No, nobody in my life have, uh, nobody I know have ever been as popular, have ever been as famous, have ever been able to make this much money so easily, uh, uh, so so consistently. Uh, who can tell me what to do? Who can tell me, say, man, now listen, don't do this. Uh, you just gotta see what I do with it. You just gotta watch, you just gotta see. Uh, who can give me some advice? Uh, who, who do y'all know who have talked their way to stardom? Not have I just talked my way. I've insulted uh, and, and disrespected uh, everything that we so beloved in the industry. I came out attacking the industry. Uh, the industry have did everything to push me down, knock me down. They've done everything except put a hit on my life. Uh, uh, and at, at some point, I know that's coming. Uh, Cause I can't be stopped, homie. Uh, uh, I come with a cause. I come with a cause, and I'm only loyal to the cause. Uh, what's the cause? The plight of black people in America. Hold on, wait, Charles. You said at some point I know that's coming. Yeah, at some point. Nation speaks stuff like that into existence, uh, unless. Uh, uh, nigga, when you're ready, you're ready. 
I keep telling y'all I'm willing to die, kill, and go to jail for my beliefs and what I'm saying. Uh, there's an article out right now by a, 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 a former Washington Post, very, very influential news, news editor from Washington Post, retired. He's the author of Dr. Claude Anderson's uh, autobiography. Uh, he just did a national write-up about me. It's called Dead Man Walking. Damn. It's, a powerful, it's a powerful piece. Uh, uh, it's a powerful piece. Uh, I've pretty much challenged and taken on uh, the most dangerous black man and the most heartless black man, the most evil black man in America, gang bangers, rappers, and street guys. I, I, I adamantly disrespect them. I, I, I disrespect their dead compadres. I disrespect their fallen soldiers. And, and I do it openly. I do it fearlessly. Uh, they've never seen nothing like this. So at some point, nigga, they can't keep letting me walk on earth and untouched. They at least have to make some kind of attempt. Uh, I know this. That's why I keep all these goddamn guns. That's why, nigga, uh, nah, nigga, I, uh, I'm not a coward to what's, what's ahead uh, because I know death lies ahead for all of us, homie. Uh, I'm going to run to it. No, 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 no. Martin Luther King was standing on the balcony tripping, be, being distracted. Did now nigga around him have no gun? Everybody, somebody around me go have motherfucking guns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to die with the gun in my hand. Uh, but no, nah, I ain't going to be on stage like Malcolm, nigga. And don't search the people and throw my hands up in there. I ain't going to be like Mega Evers getting out of his car, walking home, and his wife see him get shot in the back of the head. I'm going to make these motherfuckers kill me. Now I'm going to make, now nah, these niggas ain't going to be able to keep doing what they doing in the black community, my nigga. Not while I'm alive. And, and think this voice here going to be silent. See, uh, they come play good in the light. I come play bad in the light. And then I go into dark places and shine the light. They stay dark in dark places. That's why they can never break away from the no snitching rule. That's why they cannot let that rule go. That's a, that's a demonic rule. No snitching? And to shame a snitch? They'll shame a snitch before they shame a rapist. They do shame Judas. Well, no, they don't shame Judas. Yeah, they don't even bring Judas up. We ain't heard Judas' name all year long. <laughs> We've been hearing YSL Woody. We ain't heard Judas' name. But we never heard them shame Biggie. Biggie had a whole song talking about raping a kid called What's Beef? It exists. Notorious Big. Christopher Wallace had a whole song talking about raping a man's child, fucking the baby in the ass, and throwing the baby over the bridge. It exists. So, you know, Pimp C. Pimp C have a whole song. With Master P, I kick in the door. Fuck this man, honey, honey. We looking at rape. I'm looking at kidnap. And when we get through the bitches, go be full of hot cows. I'm breaking bitches off, putting them in a trunk. Ride round PA body hopping, just blowing skunk. So rape and kidnapping of women is, is a narrative within the hip hop culture. So here I am, I bring this same antidote, right? So. I'm like, a, I'm like what you need to get rid of a, a, a venomous snake bite. The rappers and the rap music is the venomous snake bite. I'm the antidote. I go get the venomous, the poisonous venom and use it for the antidote. Do you condone that 
back then when you used to listen to those lyrics? Oh, I, I, I was a kid. My mind couldn't process what they were saying because I was because I was I was I was in trance. Uh, I was hypnotized by the beats. By the beat, yeah. Just like it was. It's been. It took me a year before I realized what what uh, Fujiano was saying. And that song, I took the bitch to the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Gave a bitch a perk. Yeah. She she didn't even understand me when I told her to drop a pan. But nigga, that part right there so good. You yeah. dancing. Yeah, yeah, nigga see the move. You be dancing like a motherfucker. Not knowing, nigga. G talking about fucking a bitch that can't even understand nothing. Yeah. Nigga, I like my fish to flop out of water. You ever seen a fish when they get in the boat? That motherfucker be flapping like a motherfucker trying to get back in the water. That's how I want my fish. I don't want my fish just laying there. Yeah, I don't want to catch no dead fish. <laughs> no, really. Really not. Say, man, I got to stop this. Say, man, y'all go watch the Real Life Street Stars new interview, man. It's going to be a banger. I tease them like that. I tease them. I tease them like that. That's how I get them. Oh, that's how I get them. Now they got to go see. That's how I get them. It's a great marketing tool. Nah, for sure. I was thinking about this, too. You might have, you might, not only you talked your way up through the Eastern Street, but then I also looked at it. You've also helped build so many platforms. You can't really lose because niggas are always, you always have a platform to come back to. Yeah. And so I thought about this too. I said, man, he built up so many black owned platforms. People don't even understand what he just did. Was that, was that a strategy of yours? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so many black people was trying to talk me out of doing a Vlad TV interview. So I was saying, nigga, if I don't do it, then where I'm going to go? How I'm going to get through? He the feds. He this. Man, I heard that for months, I, but I don't hear nobody shaming Lil Boosie for doing Vlad TV interview. And they say Vlad is the feds. Yeah. It's cool when they. It's, it's cool, cool when they. Do it. When I do, fuck them. <laughs> so they've been saying this up until now. That man, people been going to jail from doing Vlad TV and Vlad working with the feds. What happened with his, What happened? What happened to that narrative? It just all of a sudden went away. So think about this. We discourage each other from good blessings. Vlad TV was a blessing for me, homie. But had I been listening to the culture and the people saying, don't do it, he the police, then I would have missed a blessing to open up another door to open up many more other doors. Uh, Vlad TV took me to another level, homie, because nigga, I ain't no celebrity. But now being interviewed on the same platform with some of our most well-known celebrities throughout our history, this is this is yeah, this is historical to me. So I, I'm looking at uh, not the platform, but I'm thinking past the platform, saying he got five million people. I got action at five different million people to see me in a different light. So I know once he played a whole interview, uh, they're gonna get to see the real Charleston. And so what, what it was, it took me beyond just a, a, a internet character and a persona uh, uh, that offends people, right? So once I'd done the Vlad TV interview, uh, people was able to see me past this uh, offensive persona. They said, oh, man, he's kind of intelligent. Oh, man, okay, now here's what. So it got to show Charleston in, in a whole different light, and that uh, allowed other interviews to come in. Uh, but my my thing was I got a I got a I got the old nigga pops, t- and I got Dick Gregory in, in my ear saying nigga my microphone is just as big as Vlad TV microphone, so so what made me start doing the, the black platforms is because I realized Vlad's TV method of Vlad's TV method of, of interviewing 
it's great for monetization, but it's not good for the overall culture of, 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 of the black culture in America. Because, because he's giving you bits and pieces of a story instead of giving you the full story. And you may not get the full story for six weeks or, or two months. And those bits and pieces causes so much confusion and division amongst black people, a divide and conquer method. Because, because you don't get the whole story to be able to assess uh, what you're hearing. And so here we are, we're, we're fighting over four to eight minute clips instead of just waiting to get the whole story. Uh, yeah, yeah. So all of us got these comments. We got a thousand comments. Yeah. Uh, 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 a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand views, twelve hundred comments for a seven minute narrative. And the narrative isn't the narrative of the story because the uploader picks the title to create their narrative. So it's not the truth. So you're not getting the truth. Somebody's creating their truth for you to believe. And you got to wait to get the whole story. Well, by this time, by the time you get to part 12, you saying, fuck it. You're just going to run with what you got. And so it kills. It kills the authenticity of, 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 of the storytelling. Uh, it, it hurts the reception of the audience uh, because they're not getting the whole story. Now, in 2022, you said that, you know, for your viewership, uh, one, if not the most viewed platform of your content was on the real life street stars, real life yeah. productions channels. Yeah. Now, you haven't got a, a plaque or nothing from YouTube. Do you feel like they need to give you something for the amount of views you're bringing in to uh, all these content creators? Uh, uh, I, uh, man, I'm probably, I, I'm probably, if they add up uh, all of my views where people take my footage, I'm in the trillions in views. <laughs> uh, because me alone on TikTok, I'm, I'm almost at a billion. Uh, between me and Say Cheese TV, we done surpassed a billion. Uh, don't ask y'all uh, with Vlad. Uh, so I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to build up white people platforms. Uh, I, I, uh, that's why. I, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to build up. I, I wanted to go. I wanted to be what I did over small channels. Uh, Black channels. Uh, and now they're becoming bigger channels? Yeah, they're becoming bigger channels. Uh, uh, clothing lines. Uh, they want to see me dead as a national brand now. Feel Negro. Rags to Riches. Uh, swag for Press. Uh, I mean, these are national brands now because I started out, uh, I wanted to brand myself as, a, as, as the new FUBU, uh, but without the name, uh, but the same concept. Uh, I wanted to be the nigga uh, uh, bragging about doing shit to white folks. Uh, I wanted to be the only black man on YouTube that was wearing black people clothes that didn't charge black people to wear their clothes. Uh, when I got money, uh, even before I got money, I was saying I'm, a, I'm looking for a black jeweler. Uh, so I sought after KD, the jeweler, uh, uh, the black jeweler. Uh, I'm looking for black doctors. Uh, uh, I got black police officers I wanted to connect with. Uh, yeah, I was looking for everything black. Who was who like the, name like the top three black, all black, people that you work with right now on the platform? Uh, Real Life Street Stars, Say Cheese TV, uh, 
here locally, man, just just uh, uh, DJU, uh, Ugly Money TV, uh, 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 the views from the Ark, uh, uh, another up and coming. Uh, I just had some young brothers uh, uh, who that just came out of Buffalo, New York. Uh, uh, DJ Academics. Uh, uh, man, there's so many, homie. Houston. Uh, I just left uh, doing something in Mississippi. Uh, e everywhere I go, uh, I look for a small uh, podcast channel uh, to shine the light on. Uh, every town I go to, every booking uh, I go to, that's, that's my intention. Uh, to fuck with some kids, to give some of my booking money away. So that's how I pay tithes. So no matter what city I go to, uh, uh, $500 to $1,000 going to children. Uh, another five hundred thousand dollar uh, going to them hoes in the strip club, and I ain't gonna touch. And I ain't gonna pay bills too. But 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 but, but but here's the thing: I, I ain't gonna touch nobody pussy, and I ain't gonna fuck nobody. Hey, hey man. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, well, well. Uh, uh, I, I come, uh, uh, I come through. I, I come through to display uh, gentleman-like qualities. Oh, so you don't make it rain. You actually had it. Oh uh, no, nah, I won't make it rain. Okay. But 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 I'm I'm dancing and having fun. Uh, I I ain't trying to make them feel nothing but like ladies. Right. Now wait, you said something where you're you're breaking the generational curse of where you're dealing with black businesses trying to. Yeah. What do you feel is the reason? Your thoughts as far as why black people don't support black people. The reason why I say that because once you said black doctors, I see a lot of people going, wanting to see either the white man the the Asian man or some other doctor, they trust them more versus going to a, a, our culture, going to a black doctor. Yeah, they don't, they, they don't really know our bodies. Uh, 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 our organs are different from their organs. Uh, they really can't diagnose us, homie. They, 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 they experiment with us. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hey, want to- try shit, hey. <laughs> I, I seen extreme case of eczema where a, 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 a white doctor trying to understand the black skin. It's like... They don't know. Yeah, it's like... They don't know, homie. Yeah. Uh, nah, 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 nah. They, 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 they don't know. Uh, uh, man, we ain't even supposed to be eating the same foods. Uh, we, that, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, so that, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. Uh, man, man my, my whole concept was us. Us. Man. And you actually showed that it could be done. That's the yeah. Because I think I've seen other people follow your in your footsteps of oh, I'm going to these same platforms. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, because because I realized, homie. Uh, it's great interviewers down here. We can capture great stories. Uh, down here. Uh, they just quit shining the light down at the bottom. Man, this was this where all the talent is. They come down here to get football players down here with us. They come down here to get great boxers. Uh, they come down here to get good, great rappers. Uh, it's some great minds and some great talents down here. If 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 it was shown, so uh, I wanted to shine the light uh, on us. I heard Dick Gregory say in an interview, man, uh, that microphone and that camera is more powerful than your ten richest famous celebrities. We can write and create our own narrative. Uh, so, so that's why some platforms, uh, I'm a little more serious uh, than others. Uh, it's a narrative. 
uh, because I, I, I trust that y'all will write a good narrative. Uh, I don't have to come here and put on no antics. Uh, I don't have to uh, second guess myself and say, man, let me go take this shit and, 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 and present a whole nother narrative. It's a lot of platforms that when I walk away, I already know, man, it's no bullshit. Yeah, I'm looking at one now. I'm, 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 man, because in my mind, nigga, I'm blessing your game. I know most niggas playing on me for the views, man. They go, yeah, I'm, but in my mind, nigga, I, I'm blessing your game. Use me. Don't misuse me, nigga. Got no problem with you using me. Don't misuse me. So how, how do you misuse me? I looked at a, at, at a title the other day, and, and, and here it is, homie. I got a great relationship with the people of Atlanta, uh, the government officials, the law enforcement, uh, the Fulton County Prosecutor's Office. I was asked a question about one of the founders of, of, of YSL, uh, whatever the guy's name is, and, and, and Fannie Willis was once his lawyer before she became a prosecutor. And so I gave, a, I gave, a, I gave an a, a, a analysis that most prosecutors was once lawyers. That's what make them good prosecutors and can come over here and prosecute these cases. So whatever information you tell your lawyer as a lawyer about whatever dealings you're doing, dealing in the streets, when they come over here to the prosecutor side, this information can kind of help me. Now I'm not gonna directly because client and, and you know attorney privilege, but I know this kind of stuff is going on out here. So when we tap into it, uh, of course. So the the interviewer took it and made it seem like uh, I was speaking. I, I was I was speaking against you know Miss Willis, uh, and I'm saying, man, why would a nigga do that? Man, why why yeah why. Why, why? But, but I know why. I, I know why doing it. Cause they gotta try to play. They gotta try to play to the streets, homie. Uh, everybody is afraid of the streets. Everybody is afraid of the streets saying you're not real. Everybody is afraid of the streets not high fiving them when they out at the store. Uh, so I get it, man. Uh, but I keep saying, nigga, I'm loyal to the cause. And what's the cause? The plight of black people in America. Man. Now, now, one thing. Um, would you ever do a Breakfast Club interview? No. I no, nah, I ain't sitting down with no nigga that's ever been accused of rape. Yeah, yeah, Charlemagne and God been accused of rape before. Yeah, I just come online and play rapists. Yeah, I play rapists. I want to, yeah, I play rapists. Uh, them niggas been really, they've been really accused of rape. Uh, I think the Breakfast Club uh, is, is, is too, I don't like light-skinned yellow niggas like DJ Envy uh, to think they real niggas. Yeah, yeah, light-skinned yellow nigga like that got to kill somebody to prove me that they are, they a real nigga. They got to go kill a nigga, go down there and fight some niggas down there and prove they can beat up some dark-skinned niggas, then come talk. Until then, he can't say shit. So you 25% black. You can't say I'm, I'm a nigga. No, you mulatto. <laughs> Mulattian. State, no. I tell my son all the time, man, you ain't, don't let these niggas trick you and thinking you nigga. They go fuck over you. You, your kind is your kind, son. That's why, that's why, that's why most light-skinned miss kid gotta try to be the hardest nigga in the group when he the most lightest nigga in the group. He have to. He, he ain't with his kind. Most, most, most mixed kids, homie, uh, they're, they're way more compassionate and, and loving and understanding than the a average natural white kid, black kid, Mexican kid. They really don't fit into those groups, and they new to the world. 
So, so if you notice, most, most mixed kids, homie, they kind of gravitate toward one another, but they never really fit in nowhere. They have their, so they're the new race of people that's going to that's, that's, uh, that's be able to be friends with everybody. White people not going to be able to be friends with everybody. Black people not going to be able to be friends with everybody. Mexicans won't be able to be friends with everybody. Arabs won't be able to be friends with everybody. The mulatto mixed kids will be able to be friends with everybody. They're going to be the peacemakers of the world. Y'all watch and see. So tell me your thoughts on this, because, of course, you know, planes just been in existence. Those are God's new chosen people, by the way, mixed kids. So I'm going to ask you this because, you know, we have the ability to fly to different countries now and mixed races. How do you feel the world's going to look in a thousand years? Like like the, like the mixed kids. Oh. Those are God's new people. Those are the people who won't have the hate for hearts like the white Americans, like the Russians, like the Afghanistanians. The, the mixed people will be the new people who God can say, God damn it, I got it right. I, I, I'm not going to argue. I, I'm not going to argue. Now, I, this is a personal question because I, I just want to know your thoughts on it. And um, again, this goes to a place of your younger years. Um, uh, uh, Michael Levy, as far as, you know, you know, rest in peace to that, you know, to the situation with that. But for what he was back then, as far as what he what he did to in order to cost him his life. Yeah. For all the Michael Levies out there, do you feel like what are your thoughts on those people who do get involved? He was a Jesus. He made a sacrifice to change some lives. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He made he made a, He was a Dr. King. Uh, he yeah. Yeah. He made a sacrifice to change some lives. Uh, unbeknownst to him, though, uh, it's a lot of good people in the world. That's, they, they go die for doing good. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's some people in the community, homie. They go get killed for standing up and doing what's right. Martin Luther King did, and and he wasn't hollering, he wasn't screaming. Man got killed for being nonviolent. Uh, evil, evil just looks like she's gonna win. So right now, I got the world scared, and, and everybody's scared to stand up against evil. Uh, it's been intimidating people for the last 30, 40 years. Uh, it used to be a time uh, where more people would join in with a nigga like Charleston and be willing to lay their life down. Uh, I'm proving to America, my nigga, uh, I'm willing to lay my life down uh, for what I believe in in black people. Now, it's crazy because there's a lot of people now that I'm seeing online that's starting to agree with the message that you, the people who used to be like, ah, no. I'm seeing a lot of people who are now coming over to your message saying, no, Charleston is good. Charleston yeah, they cowards. Yeah, them cowards. Uh, they wasn't agreeing at first. Don't come now. Stay, keep the same energy. Keep that same motherfucking energy. Because I don't need it online. Now, I don't, I don't need the support online. Yeah, I don't need the claps and the likes. That's why I don't never say, hey, man, share my shit. Hey, man, I'm, nah, man. Uh, I, I always challenge everybody. Uh, Go help somebody you know. Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, go help some people that you think that's doing what I'm doing in the community. Uh, find a kid that you that, that go to school with your kids that their shoes are a little dirtier than your kids and buy them some new shoes. Start with your kids. Start with the kids around your kids. Yeah, leave me the Don't bother me online. If you coming online and say I agree with Charleston, then you done fell into the character. No matter how real they think I'm talking on, on, on camera, nigga, I'm in character. I, I didn't bring Charleston, the real Charleston white nigga, to the internet. Uh, only a certain, certain people can tap into the real me, my nigga. Everybody else getting some bullshit. 
Oh, uh, nigga, I go on some interviews, nigga, and lie half the time just to come back and tell the truth to end that interview. <laughs> nah, I, 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 yeah, nigga, some interview people, I said, yeah, man, I got shot right here. And show them up with a bullet hole next interview, man, I was just lying. I was, I was just making up shit. Yeah, I'm not, because I come to play. I come to the internet to play. Uh, nigga, this is, nigga, while everybody else is on the internet mad and they feelings, this is my masturbation. That's why I'm having fun. Everybody else mad, want to fight and kill me. And I ain't taking it serious because I'm masturbating and they punching. Hey, don't, don't bust all over that. <laughs> Man. Is there one comment that, that you've seen that just got, you know how everybody get out of character at, at some point when they see some comment. Has there been a comment that took you out of character? Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Uh, no. Uh, uh. Man, I'm talking about raping people. Who done been more brutal than me? I'm talking about niggas' daughters, dead, fuck you. Man, I'm, nigga, I done went beyond as far as a nigga can go. He went to some biking places. Oh, uh, man, uh, I got a vivid imagination. So, I asked <laughs> you know, I mean, let's go Yeah, I was looking at porn as a kid, so my, my imagination is a motherfucker. <laughs> so, let's just, let's stay right there. Um, the Matt Hoffa situation. Yeah. You didn't, I'm assuming, know who he was, know his, know no. anything about it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know Matt Hoffa. Uh, I didn't know he had any daughters. I didn't know the ages of his daughters. Uh, I just knew if you fuck with me, I'm gonna give you some daughters. I'm gonna give you a mama. I'm gonna give you some kids. I'm gonna give you a dead homie. I'm gonna give you whatever I think is gonna offend and disrespect you. Uh, ironically, uh, there was another guy from New York saying the same exact things that Matt Hoffa was saying. His name was Hocus Pocus 45th. Uh, he jumped on Clubhouse saying, man, you remember you said something about my daughter? I'm saying, nigga, I don't know you, homie. So here come Matt Hoffa with the same thing. I'm saying, fam, I don't, I don't know you. You do know me. You got to know who I am. Man, I don't know you. Uh, you said something about my daughters, homie. I don't even know you have any daughters. But since you said I said it, nigga, fuck your daughters. Nigga, I fuck your daughters in their ass. Fuck them bitches in their pussy with handcuffs on and super glue on their lips. Nigga, fuck your mama, make your mama suck my dick and fuck your sister in the ass. I was saying all kind of shit. So wait. Yeah, I was saying all kind of shit. Horrible, horrific shit. Yeah, nigga. Matt Hoffa is a, uh, is a battle rapper. And battle rappers are known to say those kind of things. Yeah. Towards each other in battle rap. I didn't know what. I didn't even I'm know. I'm letting you know he was, I, he was listen, battle rapping. I, I, I thought battle rapping was just something they did on rap sitting in the basement in in, in the BT cipher. Oh, no, they go. They go. Much I don't further know nothing about battle rapping. They go much further. Than I don't that. know nothing about no motherfucking battle rap. Up. And I don't listen. Might get listen, up. And, and I don't know nothing about New York rappers. They even know who these niggas is. Say, listen, homie. When I came to the internet. I never heard of real life street stars. I used to see this shit all the time. See Mo three and them shit. I, I I never knew anything about it. Uh, I, I never knew anything about Say Cheese TV. I didn't know about Vlad TV. I used to pronounce it some uh, uh, some other kind of shit. Uh, I didn't know Queens Flip. I didn't know who Bosco was. I didn't know who none of this shit was. So in my mind, I'm saying, man, uh, why this nigga fuck with me? He don't know me. Why this nigga saying something? He don't know me. So I learned that was the game. I learned that was part of the game, nigga. Beefing on the internet with other podcasts and this. So, nigga, I came and joined. Why everybody mad? Because I came and joined the game. Hey, hey. I came and joined the game. Your name comes up. You say Man, something. So, gotta, so, so, so it's a lot of people who say my name. So this is what I do. I stroll on YouTube. When I run out of content, this is what I do. 
I stroll on YouTube, push Charleston in, and I push filter for today. And look at which one of these motherfuckers done said something about me. And I go, he got a small channel. He got a small channel. He got a small channel. Oh, shit, he got a little something. Man, I might squabble with him. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He don't get number 2,000 views a day. Oh, man, this motherfucker here. So, so that's how I discovered Matt Hoffa. He was talking about me. So, so he started up. Oh, okay. He, he was talking about me. Listen, I don't know. Listen, if, whenever you hear me say somebody's name, I heard them say my name because I don't know these guys. So I'm looking for who's saying. Listen, I'm like I'm like Lucifer. I'm like the devil. I'm roaming the earth, the metaverse world, seeking whom I may devour. That's what they say the devil is doing. They say the devil is roaming the earth, nigga, seeking a motherfucker to devour. So I wake up like the devil and I run to the Internet looking to devour a motherfucker who done said my name. If you don't say my name, we won't never have no problem. Boy, if you got a big platform and you say my name, we go fight for a year. <laughs> oh man, this shit might last for a year between me and Matt Hoffa. I might be threatening to fuck his cat next. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I not want to fuck his mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be saying all kind of shit to Matt Hoffa. He just better get ready. So if Matt Hoffa was like, man, I want to settle this shit on a URL battle rap stage. Would you would you jump out there? I can't battle rap. So he a battle rapper, right? Yeah. Why he on the internet talking to a nigga that's the internet nigga. See, this is where they lose it. I know to stay in my lane. I'm a, you can't beat me on the internet talking. So why would I let you trick me to get off the internet talking so I can lose? It's just like a nigga tricking me to get in the rap booth and rap. And I start trying to rap. Notice I ain't trying to rap. I'm still talking. I'm staying in my lane. See, this is what's happening. The rappers out of their lane trying to just talk to me. They not talkers, they rappers. They need a beat to be what they is. The street niggas, they coming out the streets, coming to the internet with the street rules and they feelings, they out of their lane. You ain't supposed to be on here talking no way, my nigga, this the internet. Go back to the streets. If I get off the internet and start trying to do what these niggas want, then I lose because I'm out my lane. So how do you nigga go beat me when they can't, can't nobody beat me on the internet? So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna stay on the internet and keep talking and winning. So I got a question, like when, when they're online saying, man, we're banning you from New York and da da da, and you gotta do a show out there, how do you approach that? Uh, yeah, while they were saying that, I was in New York. We had a lay, <laughs> we had a layover in New York and I would take a picture with New York people at the New York airport. <laughs> 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 say, say, uh, yeah, poor people can't ban nobody from nothing but the project. And I don't go to the project. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they turn all the projects down. See, only poor people can put bans on other poor people. So you end up throwing, you know, New York in the mix, Atlanta in the mix, now Houston in the mix. Do you feel like going at entire cities? Just do you like to just the, the sense of like heightened endangerment or something when you like I'm gonna because when you were just in Atlanta getting escorted by uh, riding in I think the front seat of a police car like to be able to do that which is amazing by the way I mean oh uh, well let me just say this uh, the police is my partner he my homeboy 
My nigga, like how I do bear my nigga, the police are my partner. So nigga, my partner go pick me up from the airport. We go stay in his big mansion. He go go to work. Uh, I'm gonna be in the house with his daughter. I'm gonna go to the club. I'm gonna leave my key on the table. Come back home, he gone. Got to rain the doorbell to wake his daughter up. She go get on our bus because we ain't left the trash out, so he my partner. So, yeah, no, so I'm going to ride like that. Not only that, uh, he going to take me through the Atlanta Police Department gang unit. All the police go high-five me. The same detective that was interviewing YSL Woody, I get to say, oh, that's the woman that was interviewing Woody, Woody. So, so now, nah, homie, and not only that, uh, most people in these cities feel how I feel. If it take me to say, fuck your city, to bring awareness to your city of what's going on in your city, most people want that. Uh, because... What we know is you don't love your city as much as you say you love your city that you'll kill me over saying fuck your city. Because if you did, you'll change the things that's going on in your city. So I already know by me saying fuck New York, ain't nobody gonna kill me for saying fuck New York when them niggas beating on women in New York. There was a woman in New York walked to the store, or last year was it, and some guys made a pass at her in Brooklyn, and because she turned them down, they maimed her face and bit her and all kind of shit. Nigga, didn't no nigga die over that. By me saying fuck New York, I didn't inflict no pain to cause no blood to come out of you. You think you're going to kill me for that? It's a motherfucker right now from the Bronx want to kill a nigga from Harlem by $120 he borrowed three years ago the nigga ain't paid him back. You think they mad about what I'm saying on him there? Nigga done borrowed miss a nigga right now mad because nigga jumped on his sister and he just ain't seen him yet. But as soon as he see him, he go get that nigga, man, he jumped on his sister. They ain't worried about me saying fuck New York, homie. Have you had a situation where you said fuck a certain place, city, or thing, whatever? Yeah, last, and immediately last, regretted it. Uh, nah, I ain't never regretted nothing. But I, uh, but but I, I done said fuck. I done said fuck some shit. Uh, just to be on the internet saying it, and then uh, ran into some real thoroughbred street niggas. Uh, and they want to stand nose to nose, forehead to forehead, and talk about it. So I have to ask you them. Big yeah, shout out to them Mississippi niggas. Yeah, yeah, shout, shout out to them Mississippi, Mississippi niggas. Yeah, big penitentiary tractor dra dragging ass niggas. niggas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Born and they don't talk loud. They whisper. Dangerous niggas whisper. <laughs> no, dangerous niggas. No, nigga, dangerous niggas. They talk to you like this, whether you want them to or not. And they be looking at you in your eye. And you be wanting to move, they get closer. <laughs> Yeah, you be wanting to move oh, in. Yeah, 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 dang, yeah, no, dangerous niggas whisper. Yeah. <laughs> so, being from DFW, I have to ask you, man, because, uh, you know, Houston's our, 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 our cousin. They ain't our cousin. Y'all stop saying that. Nigga, go, go to prison and see if Houston your oh, yeah, cousin. Hey, I ain't been to prison. That's so y'all stop. Yeah, 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 Matter of fact, Houston and Dallas don't get along. Never have. Oh, yeah. That's why that's why Rapper Live Records, that's why no Houston thing have ever came down here and signed nobody from Dallas. Yes, that's why they ain't never gave us an alley hoop through us, no helping hand or nothing. Let's just be clear, boys and girls. Yeah. We done, Houston don't like us and we don't like them. Yeah. We just don't bother one another. But we don't have no camaraderie, no bond. We don't hold hands. We don't have no relations to them. Dallas and Fort Worth is big brother, little brother. So... The Jay Prince incident, that what an event where kids got shut down? Nah, man. Uh, what was that? Uh, uh, there's a lady by the name of Miss Sonya Parker. They call her Miss Pap. Uh, she have a, 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 a organization that's called Parents Against Predators. She's been doing this for 16 years. 
uh, she was having an annual youth youth mentoring day. And so she had me in, in a, at the, to speak uh, that Saturday. Uh, we was booked. This, this event been been promoted online for over a month and a half, long before the J. Prince uh, fiasco went on. Uh, nobody from Houston Police Department contacted me. Nobody from the city of Houston contacted me. Uh, Ms. Papp is a very uh, well-connected woman uh, in the mayor's office. She's very good friends with the chief of police. Uh, she get a lot of support from Paul Wall. Uh, she's a boots on the ground, uh, grassroots organization, uh, Houston-born, Houston-raised, Houston-bred black woman, strong in that city. Uh, she don't get a lot of support. So she reached out to me to help bring awareness to what she's doing, shine a light. I'm going to come support her because she supported me in one of my youth events in, in Griffin, Georgia. Uh, so, so I was supposed to speak at 2 o'clock. Uh, I think I was going to speak after gang unit. So she got a call saying uh, that there's some issue between me and Jay Prince that's causing concerns, uh, safety concerns. They think uh, somebody probably will try to retaliate. Uh, this is one of those, somebody from the mayor's office. Uh, they asked her to reschedule the event uh, because they think it was bad timing uh, with me and Jay Prince having this situation, the offset uh, uh, murder investigation. So they don't want the attention, the negative tension that this brings to the city, uh, which I understand Miss Papp nor the city of Houston have anything to do with what's going on with what I'm saying online and what uh, the rumors are saying. Uh, because we had the flyer posted online, the people on the internet was calling. The people on the internet was calling, uh, saying things, uh, which no, no institution uh, likes outside attention being brought to them. Uh, out of respect for Ms. Papp, uh, I withdrew from the, from the program uh, because, man, that woman organization ain't got nothing to do with this. Uh, she was hurt because she'd been doing this for 16 years and all this is about Charleston White and Jay Prince and no one ever thought to give her the support. Uh, and she still don't get the support, the financial support. Uh, so the woman was in tears, man. Uh, I was hurt, I was upset. I'm saying that's how fucked up the culture is. Rather than them saying, okay, how about we just provide extra protection? Make sure nothing happens. Because the kids were excited uh, to, to have this day. Uh, Make a long story short, it turned out to be a successful event. Uh, I immediately jumped online and, 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 and I used that opportunity uh, to really promote the event in a, neg in a negative light, but just give it some light. Fuck Jay Prince, the motherfucker Houston. So a lot of shit I was just making up and saying. Now Jay Prince a long time ago said he'll never speak on your name. Cause Listen, a lot of shit I was just making up and saying, but Jay Prince and them did reach out to me to try to have a sit down. Uh, yeah, they reached out. They they reached out to me. They reached out to my management. They uh, uh they hollered some of Duke. Yeah, they reached out. Uh, but nigga, I'm a hard-headed motherfucker. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Nigga, I didn't listen to my mama. I'm just now starting to kind of listen to mama and repeat the things that mama say as a grown man. Nigga, if I ain't listen to mama and grandmama and them growing up, fuck, I'm gonna get grown and listen to a nigga from another state. Nah, nigga, when I realized it wasn't no role in 60 streets in Fort Worth, Texas, that's what made me quit that shit. How I'm going to listen to some shit from another state? 
So, nah, uh, I don't sit down and talk to nobody. If anybody got a problem with me, they got to hit me in the mouth or kill me or just leave me alone. You can't talk to me. You can't give me no talking to. I'm going to get real disrespectful. You think you can talk to me. Now, like you said, you call yourself the king of the internet. Yeah, I run this shit. You run it. I run the internet. You can, I run, I know what to do, nigga, to go viral. What are your thoughts when you see someone like a Jay Prince who is now speaking more on the internet than he ever did before? Is it, do you think you're a, a product of what that is? Just I ain't a product. You on the internet. You can't just uh, talk no more in the streets. No, 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 no. I ain't a product of none of that shit, homie. I studied the internet. I studied it. I studied it. Uh, and I realized that the internet is, is, is a con man's dream. A nigga that know how to play and con on people, uh, a nigga that's a professional robber, a nigga that's a real professional killer, the internet is his dream. Uh, I don't believe Jay Prince is a professional anything. Uh, he's a CEO of a rap label, so he's a professional entertainer. Uh, so he can entertain. He's been in the entertainment business. He ain't been in the street business. I think that's where y'all get it twisted. Y'all think the niggas in the entertainment business are real gangsters. If you know their name in the entertainment world, there's no way they know gangster. Separate the two. Gangsters ain't, gangsters stay in the shadow because they extorting and exploiting. Self-preservation. Come on, homie. Can't be Come on, nigga, ain't, ain't no gangster is involved with a microphone in entertainment. So, so uh, this is what I know. When you're guilty, you talk. We see a whole lot of guilty people seal their face talking in interrogations. When you're trying to hide something, when you're trying to, when you're trying to create something, when you're trying to shape something, uh, you do a bunch of talking. So to to to. To be identified as, as, as a mob, uh, if you identify yourself as a mafia, as a gang, and, and there's criminal elements around that, then you could go to federal prison in this country. Just, by, uh, just say if all of us get together and we say we're the two-gun gang. Well, once we start doing things that's considered criminal, then the law enforcement agency put us on record as a gang, a criminal organization. So now we are liable for RICO charges. Why don't mob ties have any RICO charges like every other gang in mafia? Because they're not a real mob. We don't, they're not a real fucking mob. They're really pretending. But the people, we think they're a real mob. We really think Jay Prince is a mob boss. Mob bosses don't get change back. They send money down to persuade politicians to get laws changed, to get people out of jail. Whoever Robert like gotten out of jail, fuck a chain. So when you understand uh, the Costa Nostra that these niggas trying to play, silence and 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 and. Invisibility have always been the strength and the power of their existence. So I posed the question to the people who believe Jay Prince is really a mob boss and that Rap-A-Lot really got the strength and the, and the brute force of, of a mafia. Then why would they be speaking on an open murder investigation that haven't been closed out yet? 
Why would they be speaking on an open murder investigation that his sons are involved in? And why would they be dropping names and pointing the fingers at people if they really street people? Uh, not not only that, there's 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 questions to there's there's some some questions that stands over their head. His son got caught with a gun in Harris County Jail. See that? His son got caught with a gun, homie. You know, nigga, that nigga you supposed to go to what? Yeah, I seen he got in and got a yeah. Like he got caught with a gun in, in jail. jail. How that go away? Shit. How that man? Come on now. You got to give up something. Uh, man, you got to give up something to get something. The feds don't want no money. You can't bribe the feds with money. Fed wants your ass. So let me ask you this then. You see uh, YSL Woody check his pulse and then go into a three-hour, 45-minute interrogation. Are you more so proud of him or more so upset? I'm proud of the boy. Nigga, when you been the killer and you been carrying the team, Nigga, I'm, I'm, nigga, I'm, nigga, I'm, 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 I'm the running back, nigga. Y'all steady giving me the ball. I'm taking these motherfucking hits. I'm breaking these hits, nigga, and I'm getting up the field, and I'm getting them in a the touchdown. Then, now, nigga, y'all got me doing kickoff return. I'm scoring on the kickoff return. Nigga, I'm over here trying to rest. Y'all calling me in for wide receiver. God damn it, nigga, y'all got me in on defense. Then when I got to go lay down and get hurt, hey, say, say, can somebody bring me some water? <laughs> say, man, I'm hungry. Shit, man, I got a headache and ain't nobody around. So when them niggas go to jail, homie, when, you, when your shooter, when your shooter go to jail, homie, your stepper, homie, them niggas be tired. Uh, my partner, homie, uh, uh, I pulled up on my partner the other day, early in the morning. Uh, my, my other Muslim partner, Roy Muhammad over there. So we, Roy Muhammad like to counsel a nigga. Man, my nigga can't sleep. He having them dreams that don't nobody talk about. He keep having these dreams of nigga somebody killing him in his sleep. Or the police kicking his door in. This nigga don't commit no crimes. But he used to kill people as a gangbanger, shoot niggas. And nigga said, man, I don't think I ever killed nobody. But I done shot a lot of niggas. I don't think they died. But, in it, but so he, he, these nightmares are hunting. Uh, he told my other partner. My other partner saying, said, shit, nigga, I'm finna go over there and pull up on blow, nigga, and talk about them dreams. I've been holding mine in. I don't want to tell nobody. Because you scared it might come true if you start telling people about these dreams you have. See, that's the side the killers don't tell nobody about, homie. They can't see them nigga up early in the morning. You think these niggas just getting up early working out. Cooking breakfast for their kid, but they can't sleep. They keep seeing the niggas they killed in their in, in they dreams, homie. So as, as they partners, you saying, well, shit, my nigga, uh, all the homies, you still connected to all your homies, homie, from when y'all were killing each other. All these same niggas. So what happens is now that they're not killing each other, no killing no more, they driving trucks, they get off work, and they congregate together. And then they go to reminiscing. Thinking of the old days. Because you always got one or two homies that still glorified. And you got some other homies just want to forget about it. But you got some that really didn't do it, but they come and talking like they did it. And they glorifying it. Then they go to getting drunk. Now everybody reminiscing of the old days. So you're reliving that shit. That's the post-traumatic stress disorders of the streets. You're reliving that shit, homie. 
the emotions is taking over. Now when you go to sleep, you you, you here come them dreams. So here go Woody. He telling y'all, nigga, I stood down through the whole time. How much more y'all want me to take when y'all ain't keeping it real? I'm doing all the step and going to jail. I ain't telling, I ain't even worried about when I get out, nigga. But my mama, when I'm calling home, nigga, mama talking about the lights go be out. But my name big in the streets. When they see my mama, they showing her love, but ain't nobody giving her no money. Baby mama, so nigga, everybody I'm talking to doing bad. And nigga, they saying y'all out there, y'all just got a new Rolls Royce. Y'all was in the club. So nigga, at what point do y'all think a nigga's supposed to, how long do a nigga supposed to stay loyal to something that ain't giving no rewards? If I keep putting my money in this goddamn slot machine and there's no return, I keep putting all, and I ain't getting no return, how long y'all want me to stay down? I ain't getting no return. So shit, nigga, I'm proud of a nigga that come to his senses. Shit, nigga, I'm proud of a nigga that come to his senses. I'm, how you gonna be mad at a nigga that done really put in the work, done the work, stood on the coals as long as he can stand on them and ain't nobody else standing on them. Everybody breaking around me. And not only are they breaking, the ones who saying they standing on the coals with me, homie, ain't taking care of me or mama them. That's what make a nigga break. I'm in this bitch got the fuck a punk for some zoom zooms and wham whams. I got to knock a nigga out to get 12 noodles. I got to extort a nigga to get chips. Nigga, my books is supposed to be taken well taken care of. And not only that, nigga, y'all got me going to court with a court appointed lawyer and I done kill people. Everybody in YSL got a court appointed lawyer except Gunner and Thugger. How they not, how they supposed to stand on that? How? And they family saying, man, goddamn, them niggas living good, man. They woo your mama and your family. Same thing with Malcolm X's wife did. She looking at Malcolm saying, man, you this hell of a nigga with the Nation of Islam. Elijah Mohammed over there, they living good. Look how we living. We ain't got a car. We getting picked up. We struggling. We ain't got, that's what, that's what his wife was telling him. How can I keep following you? You following this man and we ain't got nothing. That's how your woman looking at you. <clears throat> nigga, you falling these niggas. You with this nigga every day coming home, man. Nigga, we ain't got nothing. You down with all this shit. You believe all this shit. We ain't got nothing. You standing on these codes, nigga. We ain't. That's how the black woman looking at the black man. While he on the internet upholding these codes. He ain't got nothing while he upholding this shit. Growing up, what was the codes, man? Because I feel like... There's no honor amongst these. Nature's first rule is self-preservation. So tell on whoever to get out of trouble. <laughs> Those were the rules. And if you told, snitches got stitches. And when you told, you got your motherfucking ass stitched up. <laughs> Those were the rules. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But nigga, you tell to get out of trouble. There's no honor amongst these. And the first rule in life and nature is self-preservation. So while you trying to preserve the codes and the rules, it's a nigga saying, nigga, I'm for the tail to get out of You got me fucked up. Because nigga, that's, that's nature. So how you gonna go against your nature? Easy, the black man do it every day. Yeah, I gotta say, I, I think it was Gangster who said, uh, Taz Gangster who he said, uh, I used to tell people not to tell, don't snitch, because I didn't want no one to snitch off my ass. So I'm trying to tell them to not, you know, because. Well, that's who came up with the no snitching rule, the bosses. So <laughs> they the wouldn't tell, only for the bosses to tell. <laughs> that's real. So, 
I have to go into this, man. I gotta get your thoughts on this uh, on this Boosie Ti situation. I want to start off. I'm gonna kick Boosie's ass if he fight. If he take that fight. Wait, wait, wait. If he take that fight. If he take that fight, I'm gonna kick his ass. I gotta ask you this. I just need your thoughts on Boosie answering Vlad question about Ti without knowing fully the facts or talking to Ti. Oh, uh, he, he he knew the fully facts. Oh, so he okay. okay. He knew. Okay. Boosie knew. Him and Ti have been friends for over uh, over a decade, homie. Uh, they've been close friends. People for, say you brought them together. Uh, no, nah, they've been so in this uh, past. Well, I, I did, I, I did, but not nah, homie. They were real, real close friends, homie. They, 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 they children of friends. Their families are intertwined. That's why Ti spoke of his uncle. Uh, Boosie, Boosie is a, Boosie is, Boosie is one of them disloyal niggas, homie. Uh, uh, he all talk. Yeah, Boosie, Boosie is one of them disloyal niggas from the streets that's that's upholding the street rules that uh if, if as your friend, if you do something in the streets, uh he'll let the streets kill you to maintain the street rules. That's why a lot of his friends is dead and the dark cloud sits over his head. It's speculation that he has something to do with his partner Ivy being killed. See, when you so down with the streets, homie, you'll have one of your partners killed. Like Boosie was doing, upholding them street rules. You'll forget the, the values of life. You wouldn't value life, you value street rules over life, so you'll kill a nigga for breaking the street rules. That's why you hear Boosie saying, free R. Kelly. And he promote killing the black people. He's on a rampage of talking about free R. Kelly, but he speaks as if what he's done through his lyrics and Marlo Mike and his no snitching and all these street codes. All the street codes do is destroy black people, black homes, black families. But he speaks as if he's pro-black. So when you see him on Vlad television, and, and, and by the way, any man that constantly hide his eyes is not to be trusted. That's, that's the window to the soul. Man, you look a person in his eyes. Man, when you hiding your eyes, you hiding something. And Boosie hide his eyes a lot. He had it. He would not let you look into his eyes. He done crossed a lot of friends upholding these street rules. So let me just say this. Let me ask you a question. So when he gets on Vlad, Vlad is known. Uh, Vlad, Vlad ejaculates to this kind of shit. He loved to, Vlad, he no, he got it off. Vlad, no jumper, homie, they love to see Ooh. niggas. 1098, Jake, homie, they love to see niggas, homie, because this is what they talk about when they with their white friends, how they can puppetize and control us, how they got all these great black people, they really taking our history. Doc, uh, Vlad TV will be the black people history book. He's going to be the new Smith, Smithsonian Museum for black people. I believe they will start publicizing his... He's going to be the Smithsonian Museum for black people. We won't own none of it. And he gets to write the narrative however he wants to write the narrative. So he's stolen a lot of our history. Uh, him and Boosie really don't have anything of substance to talk about. So they talk about the degradation of black men by way of the negative attributes of hip hop culture. So when Vlad got him on there, Vlad already knew what he was doing, cause Vlad know where he's going with this. He knew this was gonna be a divide and conquer moment. He know the relationship between T.I. and Boosie. 
He knows this relationship. But he also know that right now Vlad TV is Boosie's only consistent source of income. He's not being booked for a lot of shows. You don't see Boosie saying, hey, y'all, I'm going to be in Mississippi this weekend. Woo, 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 woo. You see me doing it. You see Desi Banks doing it. You see a whole lot of other people doing it, but not Boosie. So Vlad TV is Boosie's main source of consistent income right now. And he's doing pretty good, him and Vlad. So when Vlad got him on there, nigga Boosie, no. Nigga Boosie just want to be accepted by the streets. Because Boosie ain't really street. Once Boosie can't pay for the hits no more, nigga, then what? He ain't Boosie bad at. He can't pay for the hits no more. He can't put no bag on a nigga head no more. So what can he do now, nigga? Nigga shot him in Dallas. He can't put no bag on no nigga head. So now this the real him. So he need these rules and these codes to uphold to maintain this image that he can't maintain without these codes. You don't feel it was uh, Vlad looking for consistency <laughs> where he speaks on you and Terrence Gangster Williams? Nah. He spoke, he spoke on you. And nah. Hey, listen, homie. If Vlad really fucked with Boosie, he would have never addressed that shit. If, if he really, if Boosie, if he really fucked with Boosie, he wouldn't have never put Boosie in that position to have to speak on it. And if Boosie really fucked with T.I., he would have told Vlad, nah, man, me and Tip go handle that. That ain't for the world. For one, man, me and this nigga kids fuck around with each other. Yeah. Me and the nigga kids fuck around with each other, homie. So no, 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 homie, that nah, homie, whatever my nigga done done wrong, whatever y'all think, even I think he wrong, I ain't gonna address it here to uphold no fuck if y'all say I'm consistent or not. Man, this is my partner. This my nigga. This my partner. My son and so my this go so by me saying this, this gonna affect our kids. But Boosie show you he's not loyal to that, homie. A street nigga ain't loyal to the family belief that we nah, homie, the street niggas loyal to the streets. He'll hurt his family. He'll hurt his mama. He'll hurt his kids. So, uh, that's why I want to fight Boosie. Wait, oh, like in the ring? Yeah, you mean like uh, like, uh, like Dunn, celebrity, uh, celebrity? We can we can fight at the club. Oh, just straight up, just yeah. I want to I want to fight Boosie wherever I see him. I want to fight Boosie wherever I see him. I think I think Boosie is a hoe in real life, my nigga. I swear, I'm this is I'm, I'm dead serious. I think Boosie a hoe in real life, my nigga. I think Boosie doing all this tough guy shit. We ain't heard we ain't heard about Boosie fighting nobody. He ain't been he wouldn't have no fights in jail. He's been a celebrity since sixteen. I wouldn't give a fuck, nigga. Waka Flocka was fighting. Right. Uh, Pac Man Jones was fighting. Oh, uh, no, 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 man. Go Yayo was fighting. <laughs> yeah, Go Yayo was a fighting motherfucker. Yeah, no, man. Boosie, we ain't heard. Boosie been paying for people to do stuff for him. So if he's so gangster, give me three rounds. Boosie, burn knuckles. Burn knuckle boxing. He'll diabetic. He can't take too many punches. No, go to bleed and he fuck around and die of, of whatever they call that shit. Uh, uh, yeah, he might hemorrhoids to death. <laughs> None of them can't fight. That nigga brittle. Man, I think, man, I think Boosie's selling wolf. Oh, man, we ain't got to sell out nothing. They can put us in the bathroom. I just want to fight that nigga, homie. I think Boosie is a hoe. 
all this tough guy talking ass shit. I think that nigga a real hoe, and I want to make the example out of him. I think I can bring that hoe out of that nigga. I think if me and Boosie went into a room by ourselves, I can make Boosie holler out he a hoe. I got $50,000, nigga. If they put me and Boosie in a room by ourselves, nigga, I'd make Boosie holler out the room he a hoe to everybody. I bet that bitch won't take it. I bet I'll make him holler out the door. I'm a hoe! I'm a hoe! Say it louder, boy. I'm a hoe! I bet I'll make Boosie holler he a hoe. Top three hoe rappers. Uh, Boosie, uh, Boosie, and Mav Hoffa, and Hassan Campbell, and African Bambada. In no particular order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you, you know, y'all heard what Jay-Z said in the song, New York, New York, that this is African Bambada shit. African Bambada, the Hassan Campbell say, the boy was fucking his thighs with grease and then plunged him in his ass with that dickhead. That was, that was that boy said he was doing to him. Yeah, yeah, shit, man. And Jay-Z put him in a song and said, this is African Bambada shit in here in New York. Shit. So I'm just saying what these boys say in these lyrics. Y'all got to start paying more attention to what these boys say in these goddamn lyrics, man. But it took me to get grown to start paying attention. I could recite every goddamn rap song as a kid, but my comprehension level wouldn't allow me to logically digest and process what they were really saying. When I got grown, and when I'm playing this shit back, I'm saying, man, these niggas is sick. Nigga, these niggas is sick in real life. When you listen to a battle rapper, ah, eat your mama, digest your, man, them niggas be saying some shit in them battle rap. Man, how them niggas think of that shit? So, uh, it took me a long time. So, here I am now, giving the culture what they've been giving us, and they said, oh man, this guy's horrible. He's a cancer. He needs to be destroyed. Now y'all see how I feel about rappers. So, so man, Fresh and Fit podcast, man. You were surrounded by a bunch of beautiful women, man, and it seemed like you had them all captivated. It's like they couldn't even rebut nothing you were saying, man. How, how was your strategy going into that? that yeah, pimping macking, baby. I've been yeah, pimping and hoeing been the best thing going for a long motherfucking time. There was some young hoes trying to discover womanhood and become lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And them niggas didn't know how to handle them young hoes. You got to be gentle with hoes. They would, they would treat them like they were bitches. Them wasn't bitches. Them little young girls were trying to learn something. Uh, yeah, they were a little too hard on them. Uh, and they fresh out the gates. You know, them, 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 the, them the LeBron James of the world. The Kevin Garnett's. You know, the little girls coming up out of high school, they bright eyed and bushy tail, and it's a motherfucker want to draft them straight to the pros. So this whole bunch of little girls fresh out of high school think they know what they know, and boys, some nigga looking to draft them straight to the pros. Uh, some of them go fail. It ain't, you see, a lot of them ain't, ain't done with LeBron and Kevin Garnett and Kobe did coming fresh out of high school. Uh, so their careers are ruined. Uh, them the little bras that have been drafted to the pro because they thought they were pretty. Uh, and their careers are, are being ruined because uh, they can't make the cut. They thought that prettiness and fucking was go get it all saw. And they realized, uh, yeah, yeah, nigga fucked the bed. What, one of the funniest parts was uh, you were talking about just a man, a successful man. He gonna cheat. It just is what it is. It's against our nature. Like, uh, do you really believe that? Uh Shit, I've been studying men all my life. Uh, I've been trying to become a man, uh, and 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 throughout history, uh, I don't know no man. I don't know none, homie. Uh, I, I know men who strive to be. I know men who try to be. 
Uh, I know men who want to be, but I don't know none that was successful. And it's dick work. Can a, can a, a man be considered a quote-unquote good man if he cheats on his woman? Yeah. Yeah, he can be a good man if he beat his woman. Yeah, you can beat your woman and still be a good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kick your bitch ass and still be a good man. You can cuss out and still be a good man. You can yeah. cheat on her, mistreat her, and still be a good man to your other woman. Yeah, now I, I knew a nigga that broke up with his girl via text message. Every time he wanted to cheat, he just break up via text and get back with her. Like, yeah, he a punk. Yeah, he, yeah, he supposed to cheat. Yeah, he a punk. Get yeah, right back with her. Like, all right, we. Yeah, good. he don't just break up with her, get back with her. Me yeah, he trying to tell himself. Oh uh, well, he he didn't know how to he didn't know how to be a man. Uh, boys make up excuses on being men. A man is a man, and a man don't explain himself being no man. He just try to be a gentleman. Now, on the Fresh and Fit podcast, you had there was a bunch of, I believe, Caucasian women in the building. Um, not a lot of melanin in the building. Was that they like? Hey, was that, that just how they had a guy? I think them nigga liked them kind of girls. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wonder, was that by the? Oh uh, well, uh, you can't put a lot of melanin in the building with what they saying. Yes. Oh yeah, they've been through some shit. Man, <laughs> they've been you, through some shit. Man, you put a lot of melon in the building with the shit they saying. Let me go get their ass kicked. Hell, but, yeah, yeah, nah, them hoes gonna call their brothers up there and everything. They gonna get robbed and everything. <laughs> like this, I, I, I ain't leaving out the Man, they gonna be dropping iPod, iPad things and things so they can be tracking all kind of men. No, shit, no. Oh, uh, uh, like I said, homie, them, them the niggas. That every woman desire to have, wish that they want, but just don't know that they like this. That's they think they it, because most women want guys with money. They want a guy that's got all the luxury things that these guys have. They want that, but they don't know what come with that. Most most women think that it, it's in every woman's nature to tame a man, to tame the beast, right? Yeah. Uh, Beautiful women think that they beauty tame men. They do. They think they think and and, and they think uh, that sex is a tool uh, to control men, uh, and it's not. Uh, the the key to under the key to controlling a man is understanding him. Uh, there's a book by Dr. Miles Monroe. Uh, Dr. Miles Monroe is called uh, Understanding the, the Power and the Purpose of a Man. Then he got one for Understanding the Power and the Purpose of a Woman. It's a badass book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's written from a, uh, I wouldn't say a religious standpoint, but it, it comes from a, a God-like perspective on, on, on the reasons why man was created and, 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 and what uh, his defining purpose is with a woman. Uh, the woman don't even know the purpose of a man. Uh, the man don't even know the purpose of a woman. Uh, so they never learn to really value each other. So everything is based off feelings and not a purpose. Uh, uh, so I got I got to ask you if a woman puts a put you know puts a pussy on hostage. What is a time frame in which that nigga about to go somewhere else and do something else with something uh, else? Uh, the day, the day she put it on hostage. Yeah, the day she just shut it down. Yeah, yeah. The day, the day you realize it's a lock on that pussy. Uh, you keep trying to pick this lock. 
but you always got something unlocked over her, so you ain't got to put a lot of pressure on her. Yeah, she can play type of this pussy all she want to. You're getting something over her. So, yeah, you can be a little patient over her. It's all right. Yeah, because you're getting it over her. It's always work like that, fellas. Yeah, yeah, you get us some help. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always work like that. It worked like that for your granddaddy, your great grandpappy, his daddy, and it'll work like that for you if you knew it worked like that. But uh, your mama got you thinking the most horrible man in the world is the man that'll cheat on the woman. They got y'all believing that. They got y'all believing that there's a man that exists and he's faithful and loyal and committed, uh, but she can't sew and cook. Well, well, this is why I say that, because, because, because you more worried about what I'm doing as a man than learning what you should be doing as a woman. A woman is a nurturer. A woman prays. Uh, a man of, no, nah, I mean, it's a whole lot that you're supposed to be doing as a woman, but you don't because you're more focused on what men do. You, you're trying to diagnose what's a good man, but you ain't a good woman. You, don't, you can't give me what a good woman is. Uh, and then if you, if you look at what you had to look at as a good woman, it's women who didn't have men. It's women who had multiple men. It's women who ain't never been married. It's women who've been divorced. So uh, you're either trying to, man, no. Nah, so I don't, I don't, I don't, no, nah, man. No. Nah. Uh, so so my, my job as a man is, is to, to focus on how to be a man. I ain't supposed to be trying to figure out what women doing, what my woman doing when she ain't with me. She gonna do what a woman do. Look pretty, mother gonna come up. No, she gonna do what a woman do. So it ain't my job to try to figure out what my woman doing. I gotta be trying to figure out what I be, what I need to be doing as a man. Same as a woman, she need to be trying to figure out what she need to be doing as a woman. So she, that's yeah, that's my daily folks. And then when we get together, we add value to one another. Yeah, we get together, we add value to one another. But man, we not now if you can't. Figure out what you need to be doing as a woman. I can't figure out what we need to be doing as a man. All we gonna do is fight and fuck till we break up. Cause that's all we can do. As a man, how much money should you spend on your girl a week? Uh, uh, shit, uh, whatever's deemed necessary. Yeah, I don't think you should be, yeah, ain't no what you should spend. Uh, uh, what makes sense? Yeah, yeah, what makes sense? Nigga, we, if we struggling, uh, uh, what makes sense? Nigga, if, okay, how much you supposed to spend on her? How much she supposed to spend on you? When you go broke, can you say, baby, can you go get me a loan in the bank? Let me hold that. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, can you say, baby, I need $300 to put toward my child support and I'll give you back $400 next week? Can you do that? Yeah, can you do that? Can't you do that? Nah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Can, can, can yeah, you, nigga, if you go broke, nigga, can you can do your do your woman believe in you where she where you can give us some give you some money? Yeah, I need you to take I need you to take care of rent this month. Uh uh most yeah. niggas can't. They're not most most niggas can't. But but here's the thing. <clears throat> nigga, do your woman believe in you to give you some money? That's how you know. Man, baby, I got this business idea. Do she believe in you enough, nigga, to go get her money and give it to you? That's how you know. 
See, niggas talk a lot of shit, but nigga, they can't ever do that. Oh, uh, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. I'm one of them niggas, homie. Uh, uh, well, uh, did you get nah, with the big girl? Uh, did you get with the big girl in taxis? Uh, uh, uh. I, I, I got homegirls, homie, that got good jobs. Uh, uh, and then, uh, nigga, when I first met my wife, uh, she, she met me. Uh, and, and, and nigga, I was broke. I had no money. Then she gave me $20,000. I got it. I'd brag about it all the time when, we, when I first jumped online. Uh, because what I would brag about is, nigga, I could take a woman and, and I can take a woman's money and show I can make money with her money. Mm. I can protect her money. I ain't gonna be in a strip club. Nah, nigga, I, I went in, nigga, I, I, I stumbled with it, but shit, I, yeah, nah, so uh, that's, that's my game. Uh, my game, nigga, is 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 the fuck a, a, a fuck with a rich bro, a bro with some money. That was my game, not just to be fucking in the club because the bitch bad. Cause then I'm gonna steal out her purse if she bad. She ain't got no money. Don't be stealing out a motherfucking purse. I ain't bullshit, uh, nigga. One time, business. man. One time, nigga. Me and Dewberry get this bitch out the white, but but rich white bitch. Nigga, I had my nigga taking pictures of a credit card and driving license out, putting to sleep with that good dick. <laughs> Yeah, she go to the bathroom. Go and go and get me, me, We were finna go into the scamming. The pimping wasn't working for me, so I was finna go to scamming. <laughs> he was he was pimping. Nigga, I'm trying to buy the card machine, the scam, and all kinds of shit. So yeah, he put a white bitch to sleep with that good dick. I say, nigga, take a picture of my credit card and drive like. Yeah. Send it to me. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. If Dewberry once said, like, man, you used to go pick him up. Yeah. Like, I used to swing and go grab him. Yeah, yeah. Drop him <laughs> off and everything. I ain't try to fuck him or nothing. Hey, it's real Yeah, because I in my mind I was pimping. <laughs> we all, we, we all yeah, we were co-pimping. Yeah, 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 we were co-pimping. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Y'all think I put this is God out of two. No, man, uh, but no, man, I uh Oh, uh, but no, man, that's that that's that's the game we get, man. Uh you you fuck with a broad, homie. Uh and nigga, you don't show up trying to come, you show up begging. You show up coming with some, you know, with some good conversation, charisma, and trying not to fuck. But if you just got to fuck, uh, nigga, you begging why you fucking. Since a whole lot of niggas fucking talking about, ooh, this pussy good. Ooh, how I feel. But it's a whole lot of more niggas pouring their problems out with that dick in. <laughs> shit, nigga. Because when they get through fucking and they come and he for the ass for something. Yeah, he What? He got a business idea in his head while he fucking her from behind. He just, yeah, he want a pair of shoes. Yeah, he need a, these work boots that cost $300 that he can't get. And he got to have them on this new job. So, yeah. No, man. So, we, we learned to jiggle over that dick, homie. I gotta ask, uh, cause Dewberry had a story. He was uh, like, how long? How long was you locked up, dude? Eighteen years. He said the bitch held him down the whole eighteen, and when he got out, he left the bitch. <laughs> uh, was he wrong for that? Oh, uh, she whole lot, whole lot of. Uh, 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 see, it, it was easy to do that back in them days. Uh, see, they didn't have DM and inboxes back then. It was called pen pals. Back in them days, every woman had a pen pile. She had a nigga in prison that was her dream nigga. He would go come home and be the night shining armor while she had the low down cyber dirty nigga out here and the nigga in prison write perfect letters. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy, them niggas write letters. Oh, they love letters. Uh, what? They got a time and date. They got a song up there for you in the corner. Oh, uh, 
Yeah, they might have sprayed some cologne on it and had the Mexicans draw something on the envelope. Yeah, uh, I sprayed some cologne in Mexico. Yeah, bro. yeah, they got that motherfucker, the Skittles looking like them niggas got real Crayolas in there. Uh, no, no, the pen pile game was a motherfucker. So them niggas was serving the women through the pen pile in the phone game. Uh, niggas don't lay on the phone and Mac no more. Uh, so now you can just jump in a DM in the inbox. Uh, and so that took away everything. Uh, it's a whole bunch of niggas done that, homie. Or uh, played on a prison guard, or uh, uh, played on a big girl. She was cute when he left. Dang thing, 18 years, nigga. They been, uh, that nigga was in his eighth grade. She was real cute and, and shapely in the eighth grade. <laughs> nigga, 15 years in, that same motherfucker. <laughs> Them pictures go to changing. <laughs> now, you been gone, you been gone 18 years, you still think she look good because you ain't got nothing to compare to. But the prison guard. So you looking at the prison guard, looking at these pictures, she still look good to you. Boy, you get out here and realize she a bigger. Yeah, yeah, she just, yeah, yeah, nah, you walk away. He said that the man great pictures is deceiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you walk away. So I gotta ask you then, let, let's go and get, get right to it, man. Uh, you know, you and Dude, and you was in Atlanta, and uh, T.I. actually threw a paperwork party. Yeah. And you actually, for some reason, had the address and location and time <laughs> in which you just went strolling by. And, and and I felt you a thousand percent where you're like, man, we got to go get to the money. But I'm curious, Charleston, if you was to stop that car and just, you know, do that walk, just get that walk right on up in there. What do you feel that outcome would have been with uh, with Tip Harris and his uh, fans and family and friends uh, and paperwork going everywhere? It's just like when King Von got out that car. And he thought he was just go over there and just jump on little Quando Rondo. And we watched him lose his life. That's what that would have been like. Uh, see, I want to lie and tell everybody I had every intention of going to that man party and pulling up by there. I knew he had the paperwork party that day, and I went by there to record the party. That's what I want to come to the internet to make everybody believe. But I'll be lying. It was just a coincidence. This how I know God on my side, homie. Talk to me. I'm on my way to a booking to go get the back end money uh, to a uh, Kitchen X. It's a, it's a nigga got his, him and his woman, they do uh, natural foods, aphrodisiac foods. So they, they teaching the people that if you change your eating habits, uh, it can help your sex habits, your, your, your sex drive, right? So they invited me to do the podcast. Uh, so I'm going to go get the back end money. All of a sudden, we turn a corner, and my driver say, there go T.I. spot right there. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, my publicist, V, say, there go T.I. right there. Where? Oh, there you go right there. Right. We go to recording. So uh, that was just a spontaneous, homie. Unplanned, wow. unscripted, didn't even know we was in the area. Uh, when we made that right turn, uh, there was a lot of people out there uh, with, with some big speed bumps. Uh, and where I was booked at was one minute around the corner. Oh, wow. Uh, so it would have been very foolish. Uh, and very dumb to put people's lives in jeopardy. 
uh, you know, and then nigga to risk the money. Nigga, I'm right, nigga, right, I'm right. I'm talking about they could have ran around there and got at a nigga. Uh, they could have said, hey man, they in that car right there and sat and waited for the car to come out. Uh, my, yeah, yeah, my, my shooter can't drive and shoot. Yeah, Worst so uh, to live by. To live uh, by. so 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 what I did was, homie, uh, I took advantage of the situation, knowing uh, that I that I had no intention of going over there. We just stumbled up on there, but I'm gonna go present it to the internet like I rode by Ti party, got invited, and so yeah, I knew it would have made. I it did just what I wanted it to do, uh, but it just fell in my lap. Well, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Now I gotta ask you, uh, you know, you have a young kid in a uh, job Moran, man, worth three hundred million dollars. Yeah, I hope he go to jail. You know, it, it, it's crazy. Mind you, he's from Memphis. Yeah, I hope he go to jail. Uh, he's in Memphis. I hope he go to jail. Do you feel like he might be battling some personally though? Uh, nah, he he Still doing be brandishing he, the gun on life. Uh, he he doing what every nigga every nigga like him that want to do that didn't get to live that life. Mm. They want to live it now. We all want. It's just like a woman who never got to hope. When she get a divorce and in that late age in life, she start hoeing. Because she never got it out of her. Ouch. She start partying, going out. Uh, she start living her truth. Well, that's a hoe. Real yeah. reasons. Whenever you catch a woman out and she living her truth, that's a bitch want to be free as a hoe. <laughs> I'm living my truth. Whenever you hear a woman say, I'm just living my truth, that's a bitch want to be free as a hoe, but don't know how to hoe and sell pussy. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. That's a bitch that want to live free as a hoe, but don't know how to hoe to sell pussy. So uh, this little boy here is no different. He like Suge Knight. Suge Knight never got to be a Pyro. Suge Knight never got to gangbang. It was Suge Knight cousins who lived in Compton who was the real niggas. Uh, so that's why when Suge Knight finally got the money, he went and got him a red suit. He got on that big old source magazine, put the cigar in the mouth, he big red Pyro. And to that point, this is what people don't realize in hip hop culture, he never got to do that. So that's why when he finally got to do it, he was big Suge Knight. And we thought Suge Knight was a big bad motherfucker, and he wasn't. It was the niggas around him. They thought Suge Knight was a cream puff. Nah, nah, the streets thought Suge Knight was a cream puff. So I'm, I'm, I'm making a correlation to this kid. This kid is a cream puff, trying to play like a gangster in a thug. That's why he's embracing it with all these hundred millions. They didn't get to do it before now. The niggas who got to did it before now, they, when they get to 100 million, they play square. They play square. Uh, that's why you see the, 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 the gangsters before now tried to play square. They, from Pablo Escobar, at some point he started trying to get into politicians, but he started out. Uh, when you look at, uh, uh, when you look at Saddam Hussein, Man, all of them started out gangster eventually trying to play square. Same with it. They started out doing the gangster shit, eventually trying to end up in a square role. How do you start out good, nigga, to end up in the gangster role? How? With the money. So I'm saying he need to be killed. I'm saying he should be killed because gangsters kill, get killed. He should be, he, she should die, uh, go to jail or kill somebody. He shouldn't be playing basketball. He need to quit right now and go put in some, go, go kill somebody, nigga, since you so gangster. Since you want to fight, go on, go to jail and fight where niggas like to fight. Young niggas like to fight in jail. They play basketball there too, but they go fight and fuck. So send him down there where he can play basketball, he can fight, and he can fuck. Would you more so blame his pride or the people around him? 
Blame who? His pride or the people around him? I blame the people around him. Yeah, I blame the people around him for not, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, but not only do I, I, I blame him first, though. His pride ain't got nothing to do with it. He's been a superstar all his life. He ain't never had to fight. Matter of fact, niggas been letting him make it because he's who he is. When a nigga say you can't fight, you can't shoot, you ain't thug, you ain't hard. Uh, I ain't, nigga. <laughs> I'm a star basketball player. You see what happened to the, what's that, the Alabama little nigga or whatever he is, the one shot at the car? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I seen that story, yeah. You see what happened? Come on, home. Yeah, you, nah, it's real. It gets real. So this, is, so this is what I'm saying. Send him to jail. Send him to the military so he can kill somebody or get killed. Or put him out the NBA and let him go to the streets and be a street nigga. But he should not be playing basketball. He want to be a gangster. He don't want to be no basketball player. Let that nigga go be gangster. And y'all quit being disappointed. I'm proud of the little stupid motherfucker. I just can't wait till somebody kill him or he kill somebody. That wouldn't need to happen. Teach his ass a lesson. Cause she a nigga God done bless you with all this motherfucking talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's why kids are dying quickly because they, they a waste of life and God ain't gonna let them motherfuckers stay down here 40 years. Disobedient motherfucker. The Bible say disobedient child days shall be numbered. So he a disobedient child, so numbers days. God kill him. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, yeah, yeah, kill him. Send him over there to jail or the graveyard where all gangsters go, where they belong. There you go, there you go. Now, Charles, I got to ask you, uh, you know, you're a comedian, you're, you're doing your, 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 your comedy tour, you're getting sold out shows and bookings, and you said you don't watch other comedians. Mm -hmm. But Chris Rock just recently dropped a comedy special live on Netflix in which he finally addressed Will Smith and his wife. And called them all kind of bees and all kind of, you know, whatnots. I don't know if you caught wind of it yet, but he got his say-so in the slapping, saying that, of course, Will Smith was bigger than him, picked on him, but he was really he was really slapping him because he knew he could beat him, but also he was dealing with stuff at home with his wife, who was with his son's friend. And you've been well, preaching on this. You've been, you've, been, yeah. you've been speaking on this. Yeah. Did you expect for Chris Rock to come out and give this kind of delivery to just really go in on the Pinkett Smiths? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't go in. He did what a nigga that get treated like a hoe do. Yeah. Uh, I called from jail one time. Say, man, uh, shit, man, uh, mama them down there trying to bomb me out, man. They say, oh, God damn, they taking forever to, to get a nigga. Man, I been in motherfucker. Man, I got a booking, a $10,000 booking. You know my partner told me to do before I hung the phone up? Shit, nigga, quit whining and just jump on the white boy. <laughs> yeah, that's what we used to do. Nigga, get out the phone and whoop a white boy. Nigga, I hung. Yeah, ain't no man. What? I look around. What number the old white man in the cell? He said, nigga, just whoop a white boy. You'll feel better. So, oh, uh, so, 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 if I'm having problems at home, my bitch done fuck my son's friend. And I slapped the shit out of you. I just took it out on you, nigga. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> uh, nigga. Oh, uh, it ain't no different than a nigga when he leave the house just looking to fight anybody. And the wrong nigga say something to him and he kick his ass. Ain't no difference. 
So the nigga got his ass kicked, come back a year later saying, man, fuck the bitch ass nigga. His wife was, man, please, you slap the shit out of you and you ain't say nothing. Them jokes don't mean nothing. Man, nigga slap you in front of the, yeah, nigga, yeah, everybody know uh, this bitch done this. So what, nigga? I really want to slap this bitch. <laughs> yeah. And ever since I slapped the shit out of you, I've been all right. I went and got in counseling. I'm doing movies. I done left this bitch. They, all, y'all know it's reports that Will Smith been over in a whole other country with a white woman. It's, it's been, man, but, 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 but he had to slap the shit out of Chris Rock to get out, to get the set, you know, to get everything going. Yeah, so, uh, nah, man, Chris Rock, he, uh, he ain't get his lick back. He think he got his lick back with that shit? He ain't get his lick back. He dropped the mic though, like that, that was done. Uh, didn't he drop it when he slapped him? <laughs> the the awkward silence that we when that nigga slapped the shit out of that nigga, and he stomped his feet back to sit down and fixed his jacket like that. <laughs> Do y'all saw he did that? He fixed his jacket. Keep my Wayne knife out your motherfucking mouth. When he told him that, nigga, please. That was some big dick shit, nigga. Shit, that was some bullshit. He was a, Chris Rock was supposed to start talking shit down. Fuck you, bitch ass nigga. He supposed to talk down. Man, that bitch, you just mad that hoe. He supposed to say what he said on the show that night. He can't wait a year to say, had he said it right then and there, he would have been vindicated. And man, it would have been more powerful. Yeah, yeah, you didn't slap that boy that was fucking up. That what he supposed to say. He ain't say none of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. He supposed to ridicule, uh, 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 what's the, what's the Will, Willow and everything. He supposed to make fun of Willow and everybody. Uh, Jaden feeding the homeless and everything. He supposed to make fun of everybody. But he should have done it thorough. Uh, everybody knowing war, uh, retaliation must be swift. Everybody knowing war, nigga. If you do, nigga, you can't, nah, homie, retaliation must uh, be swift. Uh, yeah, that's why China immediately uh, got on America's ass uh, when America released them footage, when they sent their motherfucking spy cameras over China. Of, of, of China got like this concentration camp uh, where they doing some inhumane shit to, to, to people. Uh, and, 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 and prior to the coronavirus, America had released those images uh, to the world. And China vowed that they were going to get America had. Uh, then all of a sudden, here come coronavirus. So now all of a sudden, we have balloons and satellites flying over America now, uh, taking pictures and getting images of shit. Right. Well, America did it first. That's why you're hearing China saying, uh, oh man, y'all acting hostile and shooting shit out the scrap. Man, we didn't do y'all like that. <laughs> y'all like, come on America. So uh, uh, I get it, homie. Uh, get, believe me, I get it. Wait, uh, and I gotta ask, you know, I, we've been seeing a lot of UFO uh, being shot down, unidentified flying objects. And I'm just curious, uh, what do you, do you believe in aliens? No, 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 I don't believe in nothing. Uh, I don't believe in nothing. Only thing I believe in is death. That's the only thing in life we know is absolute certain is death. I don't believe in nothing else, my nigga. I think everything is a maybe, iffy, man, motherfuckers just talking, they don't know. 
Uh, and I think everybody is tricking us. We don't know what to believe. Uh, most people don't know, homie, at this point, the sky is a computer screen. I'm gonna say it again, homie. At, at this point, we're not aware that the sky is a computer screen. Uh, China said that they can put a fake sun in the sky. Uh, man, China said they can put a fake sun in the sky. Uh, 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 the things that we think we see aren't really what we see. Uh, we'll never know. So uh, I don't wreck my brain trying to know if the world uh, is flat around. I don't get that shit no thoughts. Uh, UFOs and aliens, I, I don't get that shit no thought. Uh, life is too hard uh, to try to figure out to worry about aliens uh, when, you, when you don't get along with your cousins. Uh, you, 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 you don't have a great relationship with your father. Uh, yeah, now, nah, homie, the world is, the world is, life is too complex uh, as well as too complicated to wreck my brain about all the possibilities that our government can see and do. Uh, let me stay down here. Yeah, yeah, let me stay down here, homie, uh, so I can enjoy life. Uh, because if, if I go there, uh, nigga, I, the smallest things in life I'm gonna miss that you can enjoy. Uh, nigga, fuck them satellites. Don't pay it no mind. Uh, because we have no control over it. Uh, fuck the, 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 the nuclear wars that's, that's being talked about. We ain't got no control over it. Uh, uh, fuck the scares of there's not gonna be any food. Uh, it's food today, so don't worry about it. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't wreck my brain on that shit. What about AI, like artificial intelligence? Uh, All that shit. Nigga, you see that new rose they got, don't you? Oh, man. They got a new motherfucking rose. Y'all seen that new rose? No. With the, it got a fat tongue with spit in it. Oh, no. That motherfucker salivating. And that fat, that, that tongue that thick. And it's, man, you can't eat pussy that good. And your tongue ain't that fat. And your tongue ain't gonna be that stiff. Uh, Nigga, that's artificial intelligence. Before you know it, they gonna have a, a mouth, a woman's head. You just let it sit on your dick while you driving. And it drank calm the whole time. They go, uh, so we welcome artificial intelligence. Yeah, we welcome it. Yeah, we welcome it. Yeah, before you know it, we won't even like humans no more. Everything gonna be artificial. Yeah, my boy ain't gonna, men and women ain't gonna like each other. They gonna talk text online. <laughs> <laughs> why they fuck artificial intelligence thing so see I gotta ask you you have five black police officers yeah one small black little country town white little Caucasian lady and they, they doing all kind of vile shit throughout the police department around a corner off duty on duty and her her husband says um, you know I, you know everyone gets fired her husband chooses to stay with her, and now she's getting bookings at strip clubs for 10 racks. Uh, she's the talk of the town. What are your thoughts when you see, and she says she's going to sue the police department because they allowed these black men, and they groomed her to get tossed all around by these police officers. What are your thoughts when you see a story like that? That nigga Torpedo is a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that nigga dick is in and out of uniform. Oh, uh, that nigga dick is a motherfucker. Uh, 
She tried to throw the sergeant in there though. Like, man, the sergeant knew he about these things. He was a black nigga. Oh damn, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, so black. Everybody was black around. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, everybody was black around. Uh, <clears throat> let me just say this right now. Uh, them police hoes be some freaky bitches, and they fuck more than three, four guys on the force. If you married to a police woman, or uh, you not a police man. Oh, uh, police man go be fucking your woman. Oh, uh, they set it up like that. She not lying. Every time, every woman, listen, uh, and I hate to tell on my police buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate to tell on my police buddy, but they be happy when I tell on my street niggas. So I'm gonna I tell on everybody. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no favoritism in Yeah, you gonna tell on the police? Okay, okay, okay. We going there. I'm telling on, tell on, on the police too. Uh Captain Shed, Fort Worth Police Department. Captain Shed got fired. Nigga, Captain Shed was a very honorable white cop. But nigga, Captain Shed was over down at that police academy with that dick in his hand, training and teaching like a motherfucker, fucking all at the same time. This normal behavior in the military is normal behavior for this to go on. Nigga, they gonna run trains on them. And most white women want multiple big black dicks. Most white women is sitting around in the job, at the schoolhouse, in the nurse's office, at the doctor's office, looking at every black print come through that motherfucker. Oh, wow. Un they, they, unbeknownst. They, unbeknownst to us, but I know their secrets. Yeah, I know their secrets. Uh, all white women want to be trained and fucked by multiple black men. They, they want that. That's why the white men hate niggas. Once the only reason racism exists. You paint the picture. Hold on. It's the only reason racism exists. Uh, she was wrongfully fired because superiors was fucking them. Uh, and they didn't, they didn't fire the dudes, did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they fired the dudes too? Yeah, they, they, I think they were suspended without pay, let's say. But they fired her. Oh, yeah. She first to go. She got a good case. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she got they a good were case. Her, there was some superiority yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. She got a good case. And then... uh. But 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 the goat of all this is her husband. He the motherfucker. Yeah, he my kind. Yeah, stay with your hoe, nigga. Yeah, you know what you had when you married her. Yeah, like your woman, she know what she got fucking with you. So uh, yeah, stay with him. <laughs> yeah, he stayed. She stayed. Yeah, no, nah, I mean that's his wife, for better or for worse. To death do, do us part. That's how you honor your values. Okay, so don't run in the first sign of uh, five black niggas' opinion. Uh, maybe that's what he liked too. <laughs> maybe he liked the idea of five well hung uniformed police officers fucking his wife handcuffed in the back of the police car down off in the ghetto where they sell crack. Oh, shit. The maybe that's fantasy. His fantasy. Only for her to drive home with her pussy woe out, calm dripping down her leg. Uh, she smell got a got a got a stench of nigga on her, and come home and fuck him. Maybe that's their role play fantasy. <laughs> on Thursday nights, you fuck all the niggas at work. Uh, come home with that nigga stench on you, and and fuck me. And this how they live happily ever after together is white people. You saw the movie Fifty Shades of Grey. You don't know what white folk got to do sexually. It's 2023, so uh, yeah, 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 shit, yeah. man, shit. Yeah. yeah, that's Fifty Shades of Grey kind of shit. That might be the next movie, Fifty Shades of Grey. A police <laughs> officer woman. 
Shit. Right, hold on real quick. I, got, I just give you a take on Michael B. Jordan's situation, but he got called corner on the red carpet, man. Creed Three's out going crazy, doing crazy numbers. But they made a big thing of him being called corny by the lady who called him corny and like uh, him addressing her the moment he saw her. What are your thoughts on addressing people who got something to say to you, about you elsewhere and then when you see them, they expect, oh, we oh, could we on the red carpet. We got to be, you know, you know. Did you, see my, did you see my response when y'all brought up the TikTok boss, nigga? I'm pitting like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah I'm a pity motherfucker. I, right can't, the, I, can't, I can't wait to see some motherfucker so I can nan and boo boo their ass. You hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nah, man, I'm I'm with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, am I corny now, bitch? Yeah, and you're a little chubby now. Ho, I bet you got two, three different kids by two, three different baby daddies, don't you, ho? Yeah, I'm Michael B. Jordan, bitch. I was fucking Lori Harvey, ho. Look at you, bitch. I would be saying all kind of shit. Take out my shirt. <laughs> right there on the spot. Every kind of shit. Bitch, look how I look, ho. I'm Creed. Yeah, I be saying all kind of shit. Damn, but is there a space that you'd be like, okay, we're going to wait till later, like let's say church or... I'm on. Listen, listen, listen. I don't believe in forgiveness. No, 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 no. I think it's all right to have a hateful, unforgiving heart. I think that's how you live longer, hating a motherfucker. I think having a forgiving heart causes you to go to the grave early, holding that shit in when you really ain't forgave a motherfucker. Uh, I'm the kind of motherfucker, if you do something to me, I got to get my lick back. I want to do something back to you. If you said something about me, I want to say something about you. Uh, then let me see if you can forgive me once I do something to you. Let, let you try to start forgiving and show me how to do it, because I can't forgive. And I damn sure ain't gonna forget a motherfucking thing. I don't wanna be forgiven. I don't wanna have a forgiving heart. Yeah, yeah, nah, I want, you to, I want me to do something to you and then you forgive me and you start it. But I don't wanna be the first to forgive. Yeah. Let me get you back and then you start forgiving me and then maybe I can forgive you. Okay. Yeah. All right, see, though, this is that part that, you know, we all try to get to and love to play, man. This is, uh, you know, where we go right down through there, man. Uh, straight up and down, man. Hurt or help black people, man. We bringing it right back. Lil Boosie hurting black people. Oh, okay. okay, uh, okay. Uh, Tootie Raw hurting black people. Uh, yeah, the Breakfast Club hurting black people. Uh, DJ Envy hurting black people. Uh, Tyler Perry hurting black people. Uh, yeah. Tyler Perry's about to buy BT. You don't think that's like, I'm, nah. I'm buying it back from them selling it to All them. he go do is put them bitch ass Tyler Perry movies on there <laughs> that, paints a, that paints the black man in a fucked up light. I think K104 hurts people. I think 97.9 hurts people. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. damn, not the radio station. Yeah, they hurt people. They don't, they don't, they don't help a now motherfucker around here, homie. 97.9 K104. They give out free concert tickets. They, what, when, what free concert? To the one winner that caused when? the 12th winner. What concert? The one that's coming three months from now. What community events do they do? They used to do community events. When they had Skip Cheatham and all them, man, uh, Skip Murphy, Nanette Lee, Wig, Sam Putney, man, nigga, nigga, they used to do shit in the community. They damn sure don't do nothing with Fort Worth. K104 and 97.9 don't do a motherfucking thing with Fort Worth. That's why I say fuck both them radio stations. Nigga, that's why, I'm, that's why I YouTube all motherfucking day long. I don't listen to their morning show, none of that shit. They don't support nothing in Fort Worth. Yeah, now, they'll do something in Dallas. Yeah, they know, homie. They don't do no shows. They don't no the celebrities. They don't do nothing, homie. And then, just let alone K104, nigga, from, 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 from Bay Bay 
uh, cat daddy. Homie, they don't do a motherfucking thing to put nobody on around here locally, my nigga. They don't do nothing because they not from here. These are not hometown people. Cat daddy, baby, everybody at K104 and 97.9, they ain't got, nigga, them niggas, they, ain't, they can't come to no streets. Baby ain't got no pass in the streets out here, homie. Should we expect him to do more? You like, goddamn right. He's a black man in a position up there. Niggas are black now. Nah, we expect him to do more when you had Mo3 and all this shit. Went. That's why these niggas killing. They can't even get a song played on the radio one night out of the week, homie. They got to go off somewhere else to get home. They do not uplift nothing locally in Fort Worth, Dallas, nowhere in this area. H-E-B, these local radio stations don't do a motherfucking thing for nothing around here. Not none of them. Did you they don't do nothing, homie. Babe, don't, babe ain't nothing. Cat daddy, DD, none of them, homie, because they not from here. They don't give a fuck about the people here. Did, I promise you that. Did you ever see a K-104 trucker van or 97.9 van rolling through the streets of Fort Worth just never, randomly? Never, never. I don't see them doing nothing in Dallas or Fort Worth, homie. You'll catch them at a strip club in a concert if a celebrity come in. But nigga, them niggas ain't showing no love. They show some love with the celebrities. They help the celebrities get the money. They don't promote the black businesses here. They don't do none of that. They ain't got nothing stationed to really show us love in this city. But they show love to all the outside celebrities. Nigga, you don't never even hear them mention Erica Badu, Leon Bridges, D.O.C. They don't show no love to no locals, homie. Would you rather see them blow an artist or help some kids? Like, more, what would you uh, like to see I, more I, of? I, I'd rather see them lead this motherfucking city, nigga, and give it to some hometown heroes that really love this city. Because these niggas is gatekeepers. I don't respect gatekeepers. No, nah, no, nah, the gatekeeper tried to keep the gate closed on me. I, dug, I did the El Chapo. Nigga, I dug a tunnel to get in. You not consider yourself a gatekeeper at this no, point? No, no. Yeah, no, I ain't no gatekeeper because I ain't in the industry. I ain't in the industry. Nigga, I ain't no gatekeeper to nothing. Oh, nah, I ain't, I don't like none of these niggas they call gatekeepers. I ain't in the industry. I don't play these niggas music. A nigga can't send me his music. Give a damn about no nigga music. Go get your Amazon job, dumbass nigga. Your music ain't, you nigga, you ain't going no, ain't none of these niggas locally going nowhere with their music. None of them. You give me a name locally, and I'm going to tell you, nope, he not going nowhere. When Goyeo come home. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Goyeo ain't going nowhere, homie. Nobody's going to sign him. He's going to be just like Bobby Schmurter, somewhere dancing some motherfucking world, nigga. He got some new dance move in jail. Nigga ain't nobody going to be, nigga ain't going to book no nigga for no show. He got to go back to crashing out. If, see, if he ain't going to kill nobody. See, they were talking killing at first. They got to go back to killing and they homeboys dying. So Goyeo over with, homie. CJ Casino, they over with. Trap Boy, they rap Yellow Beezy, they over with, homie. Them niggas is on the downside of their careers. They fucked off the height of it. You don't get many chances. It's a small window of opportunity. No rapper have gone to jail and stayed gone long and came back and bounced back. Not none. Vanessa, two times? Uh, he was gone for a good five. He never got a chance to get off the ground. That's fact. He only had the one, one song that he didn't even know. Yeah, I won't argue that. I won't argue uh, that. 
Let me just say this, homie. Uh, if you're in the club doing shows, nigga, you the hoe. Uh, I remember when, 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 when Honeycomb Brazy first signed with Rap-A-Lot. He told y'all that you got to be the hoe at first. Nigga, right now, Finesse two times is getting, he getting pimped on. That's why he had to sign with Rap-A-Lot and then they brought in Bread Gang. Uh, he getting pimped on. He got a bunch of hands in his pockets. He got a bunch of hands in his pocket. It looked good. Oh, yeah, it looked good. But, but everybody know, homie, uh, you can always dictate future performances by past behaviors. Rap-A-Lot has a history. No artist have ever signed a Rap-A-Lot and left away a multimillionaire. Man, man. <laughs> man. man. Nobody. Nobody. Man. So why go over there and sign? It look good. They give you a chain and roll Royces. It look good. So you think there's going to be some trouble, some, some troubled waters later on that we uh, thought everything uh, was uh, kosher? Uh, there's troubled waters centered all around everything that has to do with rap a lot, even the two, finesse two time shows. Oh, yeah. He just, the situation. It's nothing happened. but trouble. Yeah. You can always tell a tree by the fruit in which it bears. Look at the fruit that rap a lot bears, homie. All the artists done fell out. The one sign there, homie, they the biggest group in Houston. How they can't keep Houston together? But this mob boss been trying to get, it can sit everybody together. Remember T.I. and Lil Flip. Remember Pimp C coming home. Nigga ass Lil J. So why J Prince couldn't stop this drill music shit, homie? Why he couldn't get these little niggas together, homie, and sit them down and nigga really build? Why he can't build an army with these niggas? And he a boss. Why he can't build us no nigga army? Why these niggas can't put together another black mafia family, nigga, where we can touch 50 states and all niggas fuck on, on one accord? Okay. Why he can't do that? So now nah, my nigga, uh, uh, Go Yayo, when he come home, it's over with. Uh, these local rappers, homie, they don't understand the business side. They don't know how to market, and they surely don't know how to brand. They don't know how to take themselves and, 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 and make themselves a machine. So all of them is looking to run to the machine. All of them is looking for somebody to sign them and give them something. They don't know how to build themselves and get their own buzz, nigga, like a Charleston White. I made my own buzz, nigga. If I want to rap, I can rap and have a platinum album, nigga. You did rap, though. But I didn't rap. A nigga took a nigga took my videos and put them on a track and made it sound like I went into the studio. I never went into a studio and did that. So that that song was never nah. Nah, I never went into a studio and did that. Home, that was the nigga took my videos and put them on beats. And and I meant to ask you this last interview um, for Twenty One Savage and uh, Uncle Murder in the wrap up twenty twenty two to throw your name out there. what does that tell you as far as your your 2022 run to where you end the year on Drake and 21 Savage album and yeah, I, Uncle I, I, Murder? Yeah, I think the, yeah, it, uh, I think I'm smarter than the rappers. <laughs> when he did that, this is what I said. I said, boy, these niggas dumb in the bitch. <laughs> yeah, I think, all, I think all these rapping niggas who was famous 
who have mentioned my name, uh, they gave me everything I wanted. They gave me everything I ever been looking for in life, an opportunity. Uh, I talked my way home. Them niggas had to rap and go sleep on. Nigga, I talked my way to make celebrities look at me. Right. Uh, I, I think I'm the, uh, I think I'm the smartest tool in the toolbox because of that. My head done blew up so big, I think I'm smarter than Jay-Z. Cause he's somewhere talking about me. I, I know he know you. Uh, <laughs> he definitely know you. He definitely got a bar for you. Uh, I met I met Matthew Knowles in Dallas at a very high-end, uh, high-end restaurant. Uh, so yeah, I know, I, listen homie, at this point, uh, you can't ignore this. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 21 Savage, Uncle Murder, uh, NBA Young Boy, uh, T.I., Boosie, uh, Russell Simmons. Uh, nigga, I done, I done been into the whole state of New York, the whole state of California, the whole state of Chicago. Uh, at this point, homie, uh, I'm in the history books. Yeah, I mean, put me in the history book. Yeah. So, uh, and I know it, too. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. No, nigga, uh, just keep enjoying the show. That's all I can say. We don't know if I'm gonna crash, fail, or succeed. Just keep enjoying the show. No. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to do that you haven't done? Like, like, really, actually, do a rap song? You do a music video? Is there something that we now you doing? I, wanna, I, I, I really want to be in a movie. Uh, I, I want to play a serious role in a movie. Okay, another movie. I mean, we don't want to talk yeah. about the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, I, you I mean wanna, like a dramatic actor? Yeah. Oh. I want to play a, I really want to play a snitch in the movie. That'd be real? Yeah, I want to play a nigga that's reporting crime in the movie. Uh, yeah, I want to cry. I want to have a crime scene and I want a sex scene. That's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, yeah. Now, wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey. Wait, wait. Charles, they, they been seeing you, they been seeing you kind of jumping on the bed a little bit. Yeah, I was talking about fucking YMW y Melly Mama. Yeah. So that video y'all seen me fucking on the bed, uh, a y, YMW Melly Mama had sent me uh, a, a dirty message. Said that she wanna, she wanna talk to Charleston White. And I said, I don't wanna talk to nobody, I ain't fucking. Yeah, bitch, if you go talk to me, this how I'm gonna fuck you. So, you know, I made a little old skit like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, she think she said something about me being cross-eyed. And I said, this how cross-eyed retarded niggas fuck with that ruined dick. <laughs> yeah, 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 all the niggas in the flicks of it. Yeah, it ain't no handsome niggas in the flicks. Uh, yeah, yeah, all the niggas is retarded, funny looking motherfucker. And, and if you were to give the, uh, the Grape Soda Snitch of the Year Award, who would you give it to? Pass you. The Grape Soda Snitch Award? Yeah. Man, you know it got to go to Woody. <laughs> oh, shit. Woody. <laughs> Did Woody set the ball for snitching? <laughs> no. Like, they, they uh, tired of him yeah, this, yeah, they, they got sleepy with him. That nigga said, I, I'll call and line it up for you. Like, <laughs> Oh. Uh, shit, man, Woody threw in the tire. <laughs> shit, shit, man, nigga, what it threw in the towel, man? Fuck it, nigga, shit, fuck it. Uh, yeah, uh, and I've been killing too. Fuck it, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Are the rules different for niggas that snitch and our steppers? <laughs> he said, "Yep." Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like the rules is different. Uh, if you gay and you a stepper, 
So there's a lot of niggas that's, that's, that's steppers, and they're not gay out here, but when they go to prison, they gay. They fuck other men. And when they come out here, they put their stepper suit back on, and they may not ever fuck another man in life again. But while they was in there, they were fucking men. It's a whole lot of G's. See, this is what most people don't know, homie. From the 70s and the 80s, that was normal behavior if you was a G nigga. That's how you exemplified your G status. Mm. I'm going to say it again. Go ahead, go ahead. In the 70s and the 80s in prison, even in the county jails, how you solidified you was a G and who was strong, you fucked other men. It wasn't about no homosexuality. I'm just taking your manhood, nigga. That's what prison used to be like. That's why... In the 90s, when young niggas started going to prison, they started having to come with the Prison Rape Elimination Act, the PREA Act. Uh, that was normal behavior. It wasn't until the young nigga got there saying, oh, man, these gay-ass old niggas, they started jumping on them old niggas with the booty bandit shit. So the young gang-banging niggas changed the elements of, of young people being raped in prison. Same with the Mexican Mafia in California, if you watch the movie American Me. It's no different. So... They come home and they keep that a secret. But nigga, that's the status of a G. He was down there put, yeah, taking manhoods. Uh, that's how they put everybody in their place back then. So it's no different with the snitching shit. Nigga, if you a snitch nigga, but you a killer and you a stepper, shit, nigga, ain't too many. They go whisper. They go whisper, you told. Man, so Charleston, take us out with this. I got to get your thoughts. Uh, um, in this scenario, man, uh, you know, for the American-born black man, uh, they say that he's at the very bottom of the social ladder in America. I want your thoughts if you feel that it's true or not, and if not, why not, or if it is, why so? Uh, that's, that's very inaccurate. Uh, he's at the bottom of the social stratosphere in life. On earth, nobody, nobody in this world respects and looks at the black American with admiration. Nobody. Everybody looks down upon us. And they have every reason to. They have every reason to. We have nothing to offer this world other than a position as a slave. We don't have anything that we've developed in the last 40, 50 years that we can go to the world stage and say, hey, look at our invention. We ain't got nothing. We don't have a system. We don't have, uh, uh, we don't have a, we don't even have a recipe. We used to have a recipe. Cornbread dressing, hot water cornbread, sweet potato pie. We used to have a, we used to have a recipe. We used to have some traditions. Nigga, on, 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 on holidays, nigga, our mothers would buy us new clothes for Easter, Juneteenth. We used to celebrate our, our heritage. Uh, now, to, to say that we're at the bottom in, in America, that's inaccurate. Uh, we're the last place on earth. We don't have a language. If nothing else, the people in third world countries have a language. They have thousand year old traditions and customs that they still adhere to. We don't. Mm. 
They still have a thousand year traditions and customs. We ain't got nothing, my nigga. But Michael Jordan tennis shoes, uh, detrimental music, uh, and guns that so, we won't point at nobody but us. So, yeah. Would you say Martin Luther King's dream has been at least marginally realized? Uh, no. Uh, black children today go to school with white kids, but don't even fuck with white kids. Uh, black people today, uh, nigga, they don't even know how to talk in the courtroom to get favor in court. Uh, black people today barely can read. They like the slaves, except the slaves knew a trade and had a skill. The black people today don't have a trade or a skill, but they, can, they read on the same level as the slaves read on. They can barely pronounce words like the slaves. Think about that. Today's black people read on the same level as the slaves read on. The, uh, the, apple, the same level with no skills and no trades. So they worse off than what the slaves were, except they just got prettier clothes. That's real. <laughs> we fucked up, homie. Uh, the, a lot of people get mad at, at me for this, but America is going to have to save us again. Yeah. But they're going to have to save us from ourselves. Uh, and that's when we'll go back into slavery. Man. Uh, <laughs> history may, history yeah. may repeat itself. Uh, history always repeats itself. And black people in America do not have a permanent right to vote. Most people don't know that. Mm. We do not have a permanent right to vote in this country. We do not have permanent rights. Those rights were amendments added to the Constitution. We don't have permanent rights. So if, if America gets mad enough, they get enough foreigners in this country, they can vote us back. They voted us out. They can vote us back, y'all. Okay. Okay, goddammit. I see, Doug, man, uh, for everything you have going on, man, I got to know uh, as far as, you know, on the comedy tours, um, of course, uh, podcast, you and Dewberry, you know, y'all about to ramp it back up. Uh, tell us as far as everything you have going on, if, as far as everything you got maneuvering uh, in the in the Charleston white sphere. Oh, uh, man, I just got off of a, 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 a big movie role. Uh, Oh, congrats. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Con yeah, con Congratulations on that. Nah, for real. Get uh, to it. Get to it. Uh, we just we just signed a contract with uh, Say Cheese TV to do our first big show here in Dallas. Oh, uh, man. Congrats. Congrats on that 17th. again. Congrats on that again, uh, for real. Si just signed and closed out another deal with uh, DJ Academics. They got a real big uh, comedy show that's coming. Okay, uh, okay. In New York. <laughs> Uh, the game related podcast, uh, Stay is, push. Is, 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 is booming. Uh, I got a big cleanup day coming in, in Philly, in Philadelphia. Uh, man, yeah, I got, I got a lot. Oh yeah. No, nah. I got a lot. You stay working. You stay working. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a great team, man. Uh, so my manager, uh, publicist, Dewberry, uh, I put the right people around me and then, you know, uh, yeah, the right right things start happening. You kind of some, some LeBron James shit. You like actually built with people and, yeah. and, and elevated them. 
Yeah. Nah, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. yeah. Uh, uh, if you build from the bottom up, uh, you can create a, a, a stable foundation that can last a lifetime. But if you try to build from the top down, uh, then you don't know what kind of structure you have. So most people try to build from the top down. Uh, nah, nigga, I, I went through the pain and, and suffering of trying to build from the bottom up. And I got to ask you, um, you know, uh, your brother, K. White, he is out. Yeah, I'm going to get him a real life Free Stars interview, yeah, man. Please, uh, hey, I, I heard from a birdie that he would love to come on the goddamn yeah, Blue Couch. Would, yeah, and we would. would love to have him yeah, because yeah. to do that 30, 31 years? 31 years. 30, to do 31 years yeah. and to be able to see his brother, you know, go from what you was to what you are. Yeah. I can only imagine. What's then, in his head? And then all the threats that he hear, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody from prison talking, the guards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he 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 gonna make a great, great, great story for y'all, man. Uh, I can't he, wait. he already got, you know, he already got permission from his parole officer, so they gave him, you know, gave him the green light. Uh, he just got accepted into a, a very well-known barber college, man. Oh, uh, blessings! Oh, he getting right to it. Yeah, yeah, he getting right to it, man. And so, I can't uh, wait for you to be able to put him in position, but. Again, the world wants to probably, based on you, talk to him, but I understand. I know you're going to put him in position. Oh, uh, well, I, I tell anybody coming home from prison, man, if you done done that, that amount of time, uh, you got enough content for the world to come create stories uh, that can really help you transition and then become therapeutic for you. Very therapeutic. So, so uh, just don't be on here giving interviews, uh, man, create your own and use that as your, do as your journal to document uh, your transition back into reentry. Uh, because it becomes a blueprint for others who's trying to do the same thing, man. So I appreciate y'all. Now, love, love. Wait, 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 real quick, real quick. I got to get your take on this because this happened today, and you were a very big advocate for Sh Shanquilla Robinson, uh, who, of course, passed away by, you know, her friends in Mexico and that situation. And we just had another situation a day to where four black people left South Carolina and went to Mexico, got shot at, kidnapped, and you know, of course, two of them are dead, two of them are alive, and the woman was going out there to get it like a BBL or tummy tuck or something. But the government, the, the U.S. government did not really go in there and do anything about it. I just want your thoughts on four black, young North Carolina, South Carolina residents going to Mexico, getting, getting killed. Two of them, you know, are still alive, but yet the U.S. government, I don't see much uproar. Uh, about, you know, retaliation or should there be retaliation based on that scenario? Because, again, they were going out there for, you know, convenience and comfort of, you know, a plastic surgery. Uh, you just asked me a question about how does the world see black people in America? Come on. Uh, if, 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 if those was, uh, if it was four dogs that had a guy killed and shot it and tried to rob, they would have sent the military over there. If it was uh, four cats, uh, they'll be sending the Marines. But it was four black people. Uh, they go go on about their day. Nothing will ever come of this. Uh, we got to do something about it. If four Mexicans came up dead today because of that, four Mexicans came up dead tomorrow, four Mexicans came up dead the next day, and we target all non-English speaking Mexicans, all uh, they'll do something about it. If we went over, if we went to war with the Mexicans, 
if the gangbanging Crips and Bloods went to war with the Mexican cartel, yeah, that we we got to do something about it, homie. Where the niggas at there to go down there and just go find us some Mexicans and go kill? Let's kill us some Mexicans. Let's do to everybody what they doing to us. Just try to do it. We got some young niggas with some switches. If we send them down there, they're going to kill anybody we tell them to kill. Let's start pointing our niggas in the right directions, my nigga. NBA young boy, Lil Dirk, come on, homie. We got some niggas that'll kill right now. Anybody we tell to kill, they'll kill an old woman, they'll kill a baby. Let's start killing, niggas. Let's stop killing us. Let's kill like they do us. Let's just, just, just dry, go on a killing spree in Mexico. Let's, let's kill some Mexicans. Let's just dry, go put in some work on some Mexicans. Homie, but that's why I try to stay out that shit. Yeah, it'll it, it, it touch home each time. Oh, well, because I'm going to start rattling the drum. I'm going to start saying, let's go to war with these essays. Homie, fuck these bitch-ass Mexicans. Nigga, they did what? No, nigga, we ain't friends with, with our Mexican neighbors no more. Yeah, we got an attitude with our Mexican co-workers now. Yeah, now nah, we in the we now nah, we working in the drive through spitting in all the Mexicans' food. Yeah, no, 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 no. We nah, homie. We we got the prostitutes robbing the Mexican construction workers now. Yeah, we back to robbing the drunk Mexicans coming out the bars on, on the weekend because we know they got a pocket full of money drunk and they horny. So we got them women come. Nah, homie, we know the Mexican get weak when he drunk and horny. So now we setting him up to be robbed. Come on now, homie. That's hey, how it's supposed to go. Hey, man. Yeah, this how it's, we supposed to be at war right now today with Mexico. Black people. Black people supposed to be at war with, nah, home behind them four people. But if we don't love one another, fuck them four people. Yes, I don't give a damn what happened to black I'm, Hey, listen, I'm with the rest of the black people. I do not love black people enough to go to war with Mexico. I don't love black people that much. I love black children enough to go to war with whoever. But grown black people just driving down there to go get a BBL and they ain't got no guns and they don't know what to do and there's two niggas with them, man, please, fuck what happened. I don't give a damn. Man, Charleston White, man, hey, every time he comes through, he speaks his truth, man. God damn it, it's a blessing. Again, this couch right here, you do nothing but cause all kind of hell in this motherfucker. But yet, you are still here, you are still moving, you are still breathing. I hope you get old and die of colon cancer. Uh, not uh, me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not me. I want to die like a warrior. <laughs> yeah, nigga with colon cancer, that's a fucked up way to go. Nigga Shit, don't care my bad. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. no. Shit, I, no. I thought it's an old, I thought it's an old death. Alzheimer's yeah, no. or something. All right. Yeah, yeah, well, God yeah, damn yeah. No, I just want to wake up dead. Yeah, yeah, I don't want no process to death. I just want to wake up dead. Yeah, God. yeah, yeah. You know, like King Von, he didn't call sleep. Mm. King Mom didn't call sleep. He woke up to die. No, no forewarning, no nothing. Yeah, that's how I want it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want no cold encounter. Nigga, I go do shit for that. Charleston White <laughs> in the motherfucking building. You are a real life street star. We already know what it is. Hold on, we got it in the reps. Oh, yeah. Let's go. We out of here. Yeah. <laughs>